And here we go. I don't care if I look stupid or not. Drink vodka in moderation, kid. <laughs> Never trust a big booty in a smile. I'm always trying to shove it in the back. And sometimes I don't know if you're joking or not. Hold still. Hold still. Hold still. Yeah, boys, straight to door. I don't know why you sound like Bane. Let's suck on that. Look at all this might be awkward. Hey, this is Tom Atkins. Throw me, but you better listen to the Bad Boys Podcast, or I'm coming for you. Oh yeah, episode 489 of the BBPC. That's right, you heard that right, 489. Harley, you know what area code that is? 449, 489. Wow, how'd you get 449 from 489? I, um, I got problems. You're getting off to an early Arizona. start. Yeah, boy. You got some leftover hangover from... from... Oh, no, I, I was good the next day, but by the time I recorded, I was okay, but yeah, I was fucked up. Well, hopefully um, you're ready to randomly rant on all things movies this evening. We've got a special okay. guest tonight, so without any further ado, let's get it cracking with the intros. I'm your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always... Harley, Marcus Burnett. And I'm Tony, a.k.a. MCP. And I'm Evan. You're the champ, Evan. What's going on? Thank you, thank you. I'm happy to be here, and I'm planning on being here for episode 500 too, if I can make it happen. Bam! Look at nice. This. nice. Not only now, let's let's talk about um, you know getting rookie of the year, you know first yeah, first no time kidding. up, and then, and just taking it, taking it all the way to the house and taking the champion. Uh, first off, we got uh, you're joining a, a rose gallery of um, awesome impersonations within all those Joker impersonation. Knocked it out of the park. Angie's with uh, Marge Simpson. Knocks it out of the park. Art with Philippe, Philippe Petit and his Nazi. The, the messed Nazi out. Favorite, uh, messed out Adolf Hitler. <laughs> messed out Adolf Hitler. Right, right. And we got a millions of Reed's accents, but they almost kind of all sound the same. But, you know, <laughs> the one where he, actually Jim, his Jim accent was phenomenal. Um, and then right out of the gates, my man Evan with, like, just accents galore. And I know, Harley, you wanted to bring that up before because – we're gonna we're gonna hear Evan's regular voice all through the evening, so it's gonna be we'll, weird. How do you know? Exactly. How do you know he hasn't been doing an accent this whole time? Yeah. That's That's, you know what? Well, That's true. Nerdy white guy is <laughs> Did you go to theater, Evan? What's what's going on? What is the? Let's know about your accent game because it's it's strong, my friend. No, no, I've uh, I. I've had a monotone voice all my life, you know. So, uh, <laughs> Something to brag about. Yeah, you gotta you gotta mix it up here and there. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just like talking in accents now and again. Uh, I I kept finding myself doing it um, by accident, like as a as a kid, and then sometimes as an adult, it get, gets me a little bit in trouble sometimes. Like, surprises you, like oh shit. Yeah, like, oh, fuck, I'm sorry, I'm mimicking you all of a sudden. I, I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just like speaking in accents. Like, I gotta... Who knew all these years it would pay off finally on the on the podcast here? You become no a shit. champion. All those champion of the world. It's a dream. It's a dream. <laughs> <laughs> 
Did you have a particular favorite? You want a returner? Uh, uh, no, you can that's always a good yeah. question. Yeah, I don't know. I, Harley's advice. He'll give out points again for return ones. It's all good. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah I don't give a shit. You can do the same yeah. accent week in and week out. But you can't um, go two two back to back on homework and extra credit. That's where I Harley. Mean, I learned that the down. hard we, way in the first episode. Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> you remember? Okay. He's smart, taking notes. <laughs> you got yeah, a favorite, no, Harley? Uh, no, I can't say I do. Um. Well, I gotta keep trying then. I, I like his French. Which the one? French is good. I think he did. Oh. A, I think he did a German that Elbow was pretty that, good. I thought Elbow was pretty out that petite motherfucker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, his Dora was pretty good too. His Dora Dora oh, show was pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, that's that was good. That was like a. It wasn't so much of an accent as opposed to acting, which that was good. I like that one. Yeah, my goal was to stay away from. Um, Anything Latino, Hispanic, for as long as possible. <laughs> but none, none of us on the none of us on the podcast are Latino, so you got nothing to worry about, <laughs> right, Tony? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we'll get into that story too. <laughs> no, don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, but I figured Dora, you know, she's got a particular cadence. Uh, that's okay. That's acceptable. No, you hit it at the park. But yeah, I but you always tie them into the, the movies we watch, too, which is great. Like, you had an Irishman, yeah. too, for the Irishman. No, not always. I, I did a South Dakotan accent somewhere in there and a surfer accent uh, just so I could say waste of time. Um, yeah. You got to roll mix, though, for sure. Yeah. Got to mix it up. Absolutely. So what we've done before in the past with our champions is uh, – we like to let them talk about themselves a little bit, you know, a little backstory. Yeah, where are you from? Yeah, family. How you know us? Mm. Yeah, you know when you said that uh, I could cut any of this out, this... <laughs> except this part. Sorry. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, so I'm living over in Carlsbad. Uh, born and raised in San Diego. Uh, I found this podcast through Tony. And Tony through Laney. Um, Laney and I work together, and well, shit. Do you do you want to get to the to the story that you you want to share there, Tony? About did you work or did you babysitter? <laughs> <laughs> so that would tell you last. So it makes me feel okay. I don't feel I don't feel nervous. <laughs> well, she even made a joke herself. She oh, yeah. she referred to herself as the child bride. I think of that. Yeah, she's no, Tony said thing. That. So, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I feel like everybody's cool with the joke. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy it every time I hear it. <laughs> I mean, if I'm okay with being the most racist American. In today's climate, it's it's you know I don't I don't think anything well, is off limits. Doesn't help you wear that mega hat all the time, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's a dead giveaway. <laughs> so yeah, no, we got to hear the story. I'm sure people want to hear. The yeah, story. yeah, but, for, especially from the remember, other point of view, the other perspective. Yeah, we only got Tony's perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. We went out to drinks at this place called Urge right across the street from our work, and uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it was a it was a good time, or or so I thought. Uh-oh. That was the first yeah. time you met Tony. Yeah, that was the first yeah. time I met Tony. Okay. Uh, no, we were having some drinks, uh, sharing what I remember some like nerdy facts back and forth. Uh, nice. There was a mutual friend that stuck around for a little while, and then she had gone, um, and then Tony went up to 
either use the bathroom or go get some more drinks. And he was stealing people's drinks. I think that's what he was doing. Back, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Lainey's like, I forgot how she got into it, but basically she's like, she's like no, no, I, you're never going to guess this. Where, where do you think he's from? And I was like, uh, and so as soon as he got back, we started guessing. But I think Tony told you, you know, we, we said everything but Mexican. <laughs> Yeah, they're all over the map. Oh. Where, where Nigerian. He's I Nigerian. Feel like, I feel like she said a month no, like Hungarian. Right? Hungarian. He definitely looks Hungarian. No, we were like walking through it, I think, that night after we'd left, the days after, and then especially after listening to the podcast that you bring it up, we're like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> How much did you drink that night? That was after like two beers. That was that was oh, nothing. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. But, uh, I was drinking all the Tecate and, and like Negra Modelo. I was like, come on, I'm getting the clues, guys. <laughs> yeah, the, all the Mexican beers are there, <laughs> all the, the clues beers. are there. Hello. My man's wearing a poncho and a big sombrero. He still can't fucking figure it out. I remember I roll up in, on my horse. Your burro. My burro. Probably couldn't be more white when he said that, too. I know. Hero. I couldn't roll um, the R. The burro. There you go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I felt like an ass, though. Uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, the closest I can describe it is like somebody looking for their glasses, but they're wearing their glasses. Oh, mm. yeah. yeah. Just like, oh, it's right in front of you. Uh, nope. <laughs> but you don't feel like an asshole when you, don't, when, you, when you finally find them, though, do you? Find, find your glasses? Yeah. Like, oh, they were on my head the whole time. What an asshole. I don't know. I, I don't wear glasses. This is no. just what I'm guessing people feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tony, when he relived that story, yeah, he was he was really cool about it. He wasn't like, you know, he, he wasn't like, you believe this fucking guy with my long-ass last name? He didn't know was, I was Hispanic. Oh, God, that was, the, that was a dead fucking giveaway. That's the worst part. I was like, <laughs> Were you eating tacos too, Tony, or burrito or anything at the no bar? shit. Nacho plate? Did you have a, a bandera? Or not a bandera. A couple what's of grape sodas. What's the, what's the uh, thing that holds the, the bullets on your around your shoulder? Bandolier. 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 Yeah. yeah, that would have been a dead giveaway. Because instead of bullets, Tony has hot sauces in them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, now i got to look that up. Oh, no. Dude, if you can get that for the meetup, that is amazing. That would be pretty fucking fabulous. Yeah. Even a barbecue uh, apron thing, you could put them all in there. That'll be good for the hot ones interviews. Exactly. So then after, okay, so after all that happened, right? He was like, "You guys were hitting it off though until you couldn't figure out what he was where, where he was from." <laughs> yeah, well, he was talking movies, and uh, we all know Mexicans don't watch movies. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about the podcast and uh I've been a movie guy all my life, so I was like, shit, I gotta listen to this podcast. And mm-hmm. you've been doing this for ten years, goddamn. Yeah. So uh I think it was after that I started listening in and Yeah, glad I did. I was surprised at first. I was like, two two hours. You you pick two movies, you're gonna talk for two hours, but then Yeah. You can thank Harley for yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, then I understood. I was like, "Oh, I got this guy. <laughs> I got this guy." And he still stuck with us, man. That's you. You're you're amazing. Because surprise, Harley. You know, 
they can people can stand them for that long. So we appreciate it. And your Patreon member too is even cooler. Thank you. Yeah, well, I don't want my buck to go to waste, you know. So yeah. I'm gonna listen to every episode this year. Every minute. That's that's what I'm talking about. We appreciate you it. Like I said, you've if, already clean house, you, man. If you if you gave five bucks a month, right, and you listen to, you know, let's let's round up to ten hours of podcasts, <laughs> two two and a half hours a week, you know. Uh, what, what does that break down per minute? Like cost, like three quarters of a penny or something like that. Like that's pretty good bang for your buck, right? Yeah, you're the mathematician on the podcast, so you you got the calculator. Well, obviously, <laughs> if you ask Evan, I'm a shitty mathematician. Cause... <laughs> or R too. Yeah, you're fucking up people's points, man. I guess they'll okay. call you out on it. I said, "Oh fuck you!" They, they think I'm cheating. Am I? Uh, I'll just call him the champ. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yeah. Was a little bit of, there, there was a little bit of controversy, too, on the messenger, huh? People were saying we did Angie dirty. What do you guys think about that? Well, I, I don't think Angie felt like she got she was done dirty, and um, uh, Evan was certainly very gracious about it by by uh, willing to have some sort of tiebreaker, and I kind of assumed that was going to happen, but... Um, uh, no, you I were, couldn't be happy. You were going to were were allow that, though, were you, Harley? No, I was gonna fucking smash my gavel down. That's right. The law offices of Harley and Martin. Right. You fucking around. Yeah, I still feel bad about that. Oh, don't worry about that. No, yeah, don't she's, worry about she's it. over it. She's over it. Oh, I can tell. She is. She is just the sweetest thing. Oh yeah, and she'll wash your dishes too when you don't even remember her name. Right, Harley. Twenty years ago, motherfucker. Twenty years ago, yeah. I was drunk. And a stranger walked into my apartment. Yeah, all of a sudden, now you remember? I don't fucking remember anything back then. Yeah, you're reciting everything that happened, apparently. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> nothing. It was a cold, rainy day 20 <laughs> years ago. I was drunk. Like, man, there were three, there were three cops. No, that was every weekend with us. Yeah, you only had ketchup and, your, and uh, like three loaves of bread and something Let else. Me guess. Let me guess. Aaron and Mark brought their Xboxes, and we oh, were really? playing Halo no, that was in later. the land. Oh, that was later. Yeah. Or we had pillows set up so when we played Madden and threw that's the it. controller, everything that's would be it. okay. That's it. That's it. But so yeah, let's go back to Evan because he's a champ. And uh, so you're a movie fan. What uh, what movies you grow up on? What are you, what's, your, what's your what's your favorites? Give us give us some of your favorites. Yeah. Uh, the favorites question is so hard because uh, I I I give a lot of movies the benefit of the doubt. You know. Um, Let's see, my favorite movie when I was two years old was Predator, Arnold Schwarzenegger. When you were two? Yeah. That's Who the like, fuck has a favorite movie when they're two years old? I didn't even have memories from two years old. Well, this is the story that my parents tell us. Like, they'd be so embarrassed because we'd be at my grandparents' house, and I'd just be going, Predator! Predator! <laughs> Until we put it on. And then my They're lucky you didn't say the other words from the movie. <laughs> They should have been well, happy. <laughs> well, they put it on, and then my sweet grandparents' faces, they're like, Jesus, you let him watch this? Like, well, he's going to keep whining unless we don't show it to him. Exactly. we got to keep showing him. Then he got a little older, and he was just screaming at his parents, Get to the chopper! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they know what that meant. Exactly. That's amazing. And was Predator like your dad's favorite or something? Like, why that movie? I, I don't know how I got into it. Eventually, we had uh, the VHS of it, you know, where we're able to... Keep, just keep rewatching it, but I think it was just—I think it was Arnold. I was like, Jesus, man, this 
this is a man, this is a god of a man, you know, and it was Terminator after that, and, uh, yeah, I mean, other movies, I'd say Nerds, that was, that was big when I was a little kid, but, of course, you saw tits and that, and so, why wouldn't I be a big fan? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, it, you know, I, I'd have the habit of, uh, you know those old Cox cable um, cable oh, boxes? Finish that sentence, huh? I thought this, yeah, this was getting dark real quick, and I was like, ooh. Remember the cock. Yeah. Oh, click. <laughs> you don't fuck them now. Oh, you don't fuck them we talked about earlier? That might Tony, be the intro uh, Tony, explain <laughs> to the listeners that the click... Nobody knows what that reference is. Ah, true, yeah. Old school. Are you sure? Listeners. Really? Yeah, what, I'm what sure. old school? I, I, doubt, I doubt anybody remembers. Well, okay, go ahead then. Well, uh, how long ago was that? Well, it, was a, it was a while, while ago. Um, in, one of my, in one of my setups that I had, um, what I actually, you know what it came from? Back when I uh, lived with my parents, when I first came down from Cal Poly and I had this set up and I would watch movies while I'm working so I had my three monitors and then I had a big old TV I had an entertainment entertainment uh, receiver and the movies would go through the receiver and I would pipe out the center channel of the receiver back into my computer and I would record all the audio tracks for every movie I watched all the I did dialogue the, I did the same thing for, right. for DJing purposes right so I would get the dialogue tracks of all these movies uh, that I would watch and and while I was working and so what I developed was a click sound so that whenever I would be I, I would be working and I'd hear a line I hear a line of dialogue that I want to rip out later I would hit the click and it would be a really sharp high sound wave that I can pull out later when I'm editing. So that's where the click originated from. And then when we started using it on the podcast, I would click anytime we would say something. We're like, oh, we need to go edit that out or something. So I would just click. And then you'd hear a click on the podcast. Like that. Right. Mm-hmm. That was and so anytime, so anytime anybody said something that I was like, ooh, I'm going to keep that. And, and they would hear, they know they'd fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh. The click should be a sign of Bill Duke going, you don't fucked up now. You don't fucked, fucked up, up now. now. <laughs> the man so whenever, the and that's why if you look at the movie titles in the past, a lot of them come from Tony's clicks. Tony's brain, yeah, from people saying things. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, like mustard and Damn robot Mario. junk. Exactly. Yeah, every oh, yeah. every podcast title is something somebody said on the podcast. Yeah. As as it's like maybe, an Easter egg. Right, right. Um, probably Harley starting. Has the most titles. Harley definitely has the most titles. Yeah. Even though, even though uh, <laughs> English being my English being the one and only <laughs> language I speak, I still fuck it up every second of my life. What did you teach in school again? I didn't teach, motherfucker. I was a teaching aide. I wrestled autistic kids. <laughs> <laughs> did you win? Quick, no. Sometimes, quick. sometimes quick. not. <laughs> he wasn't no peanut butter falcon. That's true. He couldn't handle it. I, I got out with my with my sanity intact, there and I know. and I, I I I tell you what, going back, I uh, the, 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 um, there you go. I, see, I speak to quite a bit of my old uh, coworkers, and I couldn't be happier that I left because that place has turned to shit. 
So that's there wasn't even wasn't me. Like they moved classrooms and the people that are there they were want to the kids you left? assholes. No, that's what I'm saying. It, it's not because I left. Right. It has nothing to do with me. Right. Um, it's just coincidence. After I left, everything else changed, and it just poor kids are fucking mess. And yeah, man, it's yeah. I feel bad for everybody, but man, oh man, am I glad I'm out of there. So. Yeah. Well, there you go. You keep your sanity. So yeah. Evans, it looks like you had a good upbringing. Your parents brought you up on some some good movies there, and uh, it looks like it carried on. Will you be carrying that on to your? Will you be showing your kid at two years old, Predator? Oh hell yeah! Beautiful. That's yeah, he was he was watching Shot Caller today. Oh shit! There you go. <laughs> nice. So we should expect him with a handlebar mustache at the at the meetup. You know, it's it's his life. It's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the kids do, those those days coming. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Right on. Well, cool, man. So yeah. So then, uh, um, it, if yeah, if that's anything else, I mean, if the, what about when you're in your teen years? Any a movie that really stuck out to you where you're like, damn, I I can watch this all the time. No matter if it's on, you know, I catch halfway through in the movie and then in, on TV, I'll finish it. Or you know, how, like what? Like just start following directors like we all did later on in our movie watching fandom. Yeah, yeah. So a movie that I just keep rewatching again and again, and I still do it. Um, I mean, it, this is the reason why I miss cable is because you you run into these things like they're mm-hmm. just running and you 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 step into them. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, the movie The Edge with uh, Anthony Hopkins and Alec Baldwin. Mm-hmm. We reviewed that. Oh, oh did you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be looking that up. Harley's typing. Somebody's typing. Away. I know, because I'm like, I don't remember. I remember Tony the movie Sounder. vaguely. I don't know if that's Tony Sounder or Harley actually. Oh, played. that's right. This is crazy old. Dude, this movie we reviewed probably 10 years ago. Wow. Nice. Was that before Angie washed your dishes or after? <laughs> well, you said 20 years, right? You didn't know it 20 years. Well, Lady wasn't I mean, even born then. The Lady <laughs> wasn't even born then. Yeah, yeah. And Tony's gone to jail. <laughs> Tony's like Matthew McConaughey, man. He just keeps getting younger and he's getting older. All right, all right, all right. That's right. That's right. Lee Tamori, he was a. I think he's he's either New Zealand or yeah, he's a New Zealand director, and he did the last. Um, it was, yeah, he was the one who did uh, the last Bond movie that I I had a lot of fun with. Are you from New Zealand? Uh, yeah. Probably a hack then. Yeah, pretty probably handsome. <laughs> but yeah, The Edge. I loved that movie when I was growing up. Yeah. I was like you. I saw it a bunch of times. So that's your go-to one, huh? Interesting. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. I like the narrative. I like. Uh, it, there's this line that this guy says in it, uh, and I was actually thinking of it watching the movies that I watched this weekend, where he's like, "Well, do you do you really believe the man can can change?" He's like, "Well, I don't know, but I know after this, I'm going to change my life." And I'm like, fuck, yeah, that resonates. I really like that. But rewatching it, um, especially after watching some um, super cuts that YouTube does that just rip it apart, I'm like, okay, okay. (laughs) I see see this movie's fault, but, yeah, I still like it. Yeah, but you could tell them that go after themselves. If you like a movie, you like a movie. Yeah, fuck them. Exactly. There you go. This is is your chance. You tell them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, right on, Coopman the Edge. That's a, yeah, that's a great one there too. So, a lot of good choices right there. And um, 
but uh, besides that, you've seen some you've seen some other movies. So the floor is yours, my friend. You got some extras. You wanna this is your show, man. If you wanna talk about some extras, you know how the you know how it works. You know yeah. how to rate them. So what did you see? Yeah, well, I'll be I'll be quick with them because I I know you got some other extras, and these movies that I've seen are pretty similar to one another. Um, first one I watched was. Well, the way you do this is you read the summary, so I'll read the summary. When Rodney Bayes mysteriously disappears and law enforcement doesn't follow through fast enough, his older brother, Russell, takes matters into his own hands to find justice. That's Out of the Furnace, 2013. Oh, yeah, we watched that one. Christian Bale. Yeah. um, This one I enjoyed. Uh, It was something, though, that I was watching through it, and I was like, did have I already watched this, or is this just like a lot of the movies that I like? Um, yeah. Uh, I think it has uh, Eddie Vedder doing a lot of the soundtrack, so it's got that kind of into the wild, uh, slow shot. You hear Eddie Vedder yelling in the background. Um, <laughs> Eddie Vedder accent. Click. Might have yeah. to work on that a little bit. Might have to work on that a little bit. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe maybe in the next show I'll, I'll okay. do the Eddie Vedder. I'll, I'll improve upon it. Nice. Yeah, but it's uh yeah it's it's just a movie about white trash vengeance. Um, so yeah, Harley, you enjoyed this one, I think. Yeah. I remember we watched it yeah. years ago on the podcast, and I remember enjoying it. it you know, it's kind of being straightforward, but. Um, Christian Bale is, you know... Well, some heavy hitters. We got Forrest Whitaker, Willem Dafoe, Sam Shepard, Woody Harrelson. Goddamn, Sam Shepard. Yeah, got a huge cast. So, yeah. 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 Well, it's yeah. funny, the poster reminds me, too, it's all black, and then he's got a gun, and then there's that Brad Pitt movie, Killing Him Softly, where he's he's it's, he's behind a black cover, and he's got a gun, and it's his side profile. So, I don't know, it's funny, those pushers just, just really lame and don't really try too hard. But uh, yeah, I think we all I think we all enjoyed this movie. We watched it. Episode two hundred three. Two hundred three. There you go. There it is. Wow. We'll I to just, that one too. I just looked up uh, uh, Christian Bale on IMDb, seeing what he's got coming up. It's he's rumored to be in the next Thor movie. Yeah, he's probably rumored to play a villain too. It's uh, supposed to be the villain. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Wow. So that'd be pretty rad. But this one had Woody Harrelson as a villain in it, and that was just. I mean, Woody's just a joy to watch, but him, mm-hmm. watching him be a meth-addled piece of shit, just wonderful. He can pull that off pretty well. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does well. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give this one a dollar. Nice. I'd buy that for a dollar. The other movie that I watched was Into the Ashes. So... From out of the furnace to into the ashes. I see what you did there. <laughs> a fucking comedian. Unintentional. I no swear to God. No drum roll. This one is Nick escapes his criminal past and two partners gets a steady job, a friend at work, and marries the sheriff's daughter. But his past catches up with him, and his ex partners track him down and want their share of the loot. So this ain't a sequel to Out of the Furnace into the Ashes. That'd be a great double feature. Well, well if, you if you look at the DVD back. cover, it's like the same. It is. It's like ripped off. Uh, yeah. It's like yeah. I mean, he's got the rifle with the scope, and then yeah. I'm saying. 
How is it? it is again white trash vengeance. I'm getting I'm starting to sensing a trend here. Aren't you? <laughs> this one with uh, Frank Grillo this time. Grillo. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and he plays a good villain in this. Uh, reminded me of another villain that he played in. Uh, what was it? Donnybrook. That one I definitely recommend. Oh yeah, Donnybrook. I'm more fascinated that you got Connie from Mighty Ducks in it. No. Oh, yeah. She's in it. Yeah, she's the wife. Um, that that movie, I'm going to give that one a low dollar. Mm, okay. I'd buy that for a dollar. Not as good as out of the furnace, huh? I don't no. have big names either, I noticed, too. No, I mean, Out of the Furnace, it just seemed like it was recreating Out of the Furnace on the, all these other movies, a lot like it. Um, did it feel low budget at all? Like, does it was like straight to DVD maybe? or Could have been, could have been. Um, I think that might be the appeal for some of these, some of these movies is that they just, most of their budget is towards the actors because all they have to do is film in the trailer park, borrow somebody's gun. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the director. I, really, I, I ain't seen nothing he's done. Aaron Harvey. Yeah. You know, it's an interesting um, how how media. I don't know media. How Hollywood. How movies has changed in the last, you know, just ten, five to ten years, where so so many movies were, you know, were making the big screen and and. You know, had a relative impact on on the theater, and now with Netflix and streaming services, it's like and and the lack of physical media other than uh, what is it, Redbox? I think that's kind of like the one and only choice that physical media people still have. Um, it's like everything is straight to digital or Blu-ray, and it's like you know a lot of stuff. Especially, obviously, the originals from Amazon and Netflix and Hulu and stuff. Um, you know, it's 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 an interesting day and age where kind of anything other than big tentpole action flicks is kind of a straight to DVD. I mean, look at the Irish. But that was a stigma, right? You would think you would say, "Oh, that's straight to DVD." Be terrible. Yeah. But now, but now, it was if like you, the now budget thing. Yeah, but now if you say straight to Netflix, it ain't so bad because you got big. But just like Irishman and Six Underground. So. Yeah, exactly. So that's the, that's the weird thing. It's it doesn't have that negative connotation so much as it used to. Whoa, whoa, you all right there? That's a big word for you, Harley. <laughs> down. Don't ask him so, to spell it, but that's pretty. That's pretty sometimes cool. when I focus real hard, I can pronounce some words. You trying to show off to the next white, bo- the other white boy? Uh, the white the boy. <laughs> must have thought hey, buddy, white let's boy. get together and uh, use some big words and uh, <laughs> sound smart, even though I'm really fucking stupid. Must have thought it was white boy day, Tony. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Harley was struggling on a word last podcast, and I was screaming at my car. <laughs> <laughs> <I> was... <laughs> Do you remember said word? Do you remember? Uh, I think he was saying, like, the, these filmmakers were taking liberalisms. Uh, oh, liberties, yeah, or something like there, that. Yeah. There's the word. You got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Tony was like, creative license. And I was yeah. like, that'll work. And he said, no, I remember I said that. And Hart's like, no, not, not that. Yeah, yeah, he's like, no, that's completely <laughs> like, wrong, right, Tony. Okay. You dummy. 
It was, yeah, artistic liberties was the word I was trying to come up with, but I was, I was stumbling for sure. Yeah. All right, so into that is low dollar. All right. Yeah. You guys can tag team the next one then because both you and Harley saw it, right? Yeah, Harley, you want to kick this one off? Sure, I'll start. So, um, Fonzo, you saw Dr. Sleep a couple weeks ago, and sure you said you really liked it. And sure so I, I was like, all right, I got to check this out. You know, it's my boy Ewan McGregor. Ewan. And so, um, and of course, I think it's like the one guy on my wife's list kind of thing, you know? So, what do you mean, your wife's list? Uh, you know, every wife has a list. And I think that's Ewan's like the only one on it. So That's your, that's your hall pass? Yeah. So, and he's a badass motorcycle rider. So, I'm, I'm, you know, I feel like we're, you know, we're kismet. So, anyways, what? Uh, long story short, uh, you got that right, Tony. Yeah, he he, he kissed he kissed men. <laughs> no, not kissed men. Kismet. Uh-huh. Oh, that's okay. That's what. Yeah, okay. Because okay. I said that's your hall pass or her hall pass. No, her hall pass. Although I think I'd probably take it up the ass too. If, you know, if there's a payday or something. Evan. Ready? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> My man never learns smart, brother. I'm telling you. Hey, maybe you can just you can you can uh, fire me from the podcast because now you got a white boy that can take my place. Where's the ejecto cedo, cuz? Tony got that button. Right. And when I when I started the podcast, I had a, an infant, and and now Evan's got an infant, and you know oh, he can you do can. the next ten years. So. But we can't get gold like that where, you know, <laughs> what you just said about you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I could do this to myself. See? <laughs> I know. Harley makes it seem easy, right? That's the thing, you know. He reads uh, he reads um, the sources, you know. He tries to get some big words for the podcast. Just some big words. Yeah. There's a lot of research. So. Then I stumble on them, and then they become the title. Yeah. That's right. Recasting each one. That's right. Yeah. That's so, uh, sleep. So yeah, I made a point, and and I, you know, I wasn't sure like if it was. Or I didn't. I haven't seen a trailer to it. I, I had no right. idea going into it. I went blind as it, and you really, really liked it. And of course, we're all big fans of The Shining and what Stanley Kubrick did with that. Um, you know, obviously set aside the whole Stephen King thing. So, um, I, I was I was intrigued at the fact that this was actually also based on a Stephen King book that he wrote a sequel. Um, you know, to his own book. So, I mean, I know that he's incredibly prolific and, you know, writes three books a year kind of thing for the last 30 years. But anyway, so I was like, I'll check it out. Cool. So me and Chris started to watch it. And I immediately realized, oh, shit, this movie's like long. It's like two and a half hours long. Um, but I was immediately drawn in with with this universe, right? The... the uh, you know, I mean, if you just kind of like at face value, you're kind of like, yeah, all right, whatever. But when, I don't know, like the way they develop the characters, um, this whole thing, like the shining and the people in their, um, uh, what is it? The, the true not. Again? Yeah, the true not. So that, that was like, I think that's one of the strengths of the film, although that ends up becoming a problem, um, is they really spent a lot of time developing the villain hmm. and her her squad of and this is on Wikipedia a cult of psychic vampires. So um, that old chestnut. Yeah, no shit. So <laughs> so, but but I don't know. There was something just unique enough about about um, 
what, what's her name? Is it Rose? Yeah, Rose, right? Rose ahead. Rose ahead. Um, I don't know. There was just something convincing about her. Her performance was good. Her whole crew. Um, I, I just dug it. And so for the first like hour and a half, I was like, dude, this movie's really fucking kick ass. And then I had to put it down for the night because we were going to bed, and I was so tired. And um, and then I rewatched. I finished it tonight, and it was like a whole different like experience. The second half, or not the second half, but like the last third, it kind of I kind of lost interest. I kind of like it started to fall flat. And when they went to the hotel, I'm kind of spoil a little bit. Jesus. When when they kind of go to the hotel, read here. I, when they make to the hotel they just kind of start trying to rip off the you know I'll say the original and I was kind of like I don't know so so I really enjoy how they're ripping it off because well you know there so it's kind of part of the story it's it's not they it's Stephen King too yeah yeah look I mean he's going no I get it I get it um and so that's probably in the book, and but I feel like they kind of, you know, the the visualness of the hotel is Kubrick's vision. It's not Stephen King's vision, right? I mean, I've never I mean, read the book, so that's, I don't yeah, know. That's hard to say, yeah. But it's yeah. So can you go back um, and delete yourself? Can I go back and delete? Myself? <laughs> well, that's the thing. You you have the Shining, Kubrick Shining, so engraved in your head. How many times you've seen it? Of course. So you watch the Overlook, you expect to see the shining shots, but then you kind of don't want to because it's another movie? Well, and that's the thing, is I really enjoyed this movie when it was it uh, uh, sort of its own movie. I didn't see the connection to The Shining. I mean, they 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 used the name The really? Shining. Really? they do the fucking, as him as a kid and his mom in the beginning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it, Crothers? It, it's, it could... Easily be a standalone film. It didn't. It didn't have like I don't remember The Shining, quote unquote, being a big part of the movie The Shining. Like that was always my complaint, right? I was like, it's well, called The Shining. I'm like, well, there's like Kubrick. five minutes worth of shininess. That's Kubrick's fault, not Stephen King's fault. Well, but my point is that's what we think of as The Shining, and this is the sequel, but it kind of creates its own story. And when it does that, I think that's the strength of it. I See, think Tony it, might like this one more than... Sounds like it. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, Tony, I'm sure, like me, you would... More Shining. You would buy into the, the, the universe that the movie creates, that you have a lot of people that have this sort of psychic ability or varying degrees of psychic ability, and you have a... A, I know it sounds cliche, a cult of psychic vampires called the True Knot, led by one of the more attractive actresses in Hollywood right there now. There it is. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you wanted to go to bed early. That's why I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, no, baby, why don't you go to bed early? Yeah, Wear this hat. The doctor is about to put that ass to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> So, and, and so I really enjoyed the universe that they created. Ewan's character is is likable. Um, I really enjoyed uh, Cliff Curtis as is his buddy. 
Um, he's another really talented actor that you know that that I really enjoyed him in this one. And um, and so the the universe I just really enjoyed. And then the movie kind of kind of lost steam for me a little bit towards the end. Right. Well, um, what about you? Evan? Yeah, I was gonna say let's uh, let's get Evan's take here. Yeah. Uh, I I enjoyed it the whole way through, really. Let me ask you this. Are you a fan of The Shining, the original? The... Oh, hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay. okay. I, I think uh, – so my experience with The Shining is that that was like an early date movie for my parents. And so my dad sat me down to watch that. Well, let me guess. You saw that when you were three? <laughs> I think this one was five. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it stuck with me. I, I just – I rewatch it every few years. I fucking love it. Uh, which made me think that I was absolutely going to hate this, um, hmm. but I did not. Um, I remember when Dark Tower came out a few years ago, mm-hmm. another mm-hmm. Stephen King film adaptation. Did not do well. Uh, yeah, no. I, I can't say I enjoyed that one. But um, around that time, I learned that Stephen King was like connecting all of his stories in the same universe. Wow, like they're they're connected in some sort of way, mm-hmm. um, and I think that one allowed me to enjoy this one, you know, more than if I didn't know that. I'm like, oh, okay, well, anything can anything can happen. Whatever, you're not ruining the story. You're just kind of expanding it. Um, so I liked that, and I I really appreciated uh, the casting in it. Uh, so they didn't have they, they didn't do that whole de-aging thing with Jack Nicholson or anything like that. They just hired somebody that looked like him. Yeah, um, that was a great choice. Oh, I really appreciated that. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm I'm on board with Harley. Rose the Hat. <laughs> it was a good part of the movie. It's a good part of the movie. Uh, but her band of villains... That was just that was badass. They uh, the they had uh, what's he from? Family uh, Adam's family, the the Lurch character. Oh yeah, is, is that, that the him? same actor? Same actor. Grandpa He's, Flick. Grandpa it Flick. Is it, it is him from the I'm sure from right. the movies from the yeah. Adam family movies. Lurch. He is so creepy. Yeah, he's got the indented uh, temple area in his skull, yeah. which looks really weird. Yeah, yeah he, he reminded me of somebody that should be in, like, a House of a Thousand Corpses kind of thing. Yeah. Like it just, Good call. Yeah, it turned up the creep factor. Um, the score of the whole thing, it was Very good, a nice yeah. callback to uh, The Shining. So, yeah, I'm, I'm giving this one a dollar. I enjoyed it. I'd buy that for a dollar. So I I had an issue with um, let's say I don't know this is like super spoiler territory so I don't want to spoil it. Um, I don't. Yeah, because Tony, you haven't seen it, right? But I I had a major issue with. I could take my headphones off if y'all want to talk about it. I'll come back and. Yeah, talk. yeah. Take your headphones off for like uh, two minutes. Got it. Go. T- Fonzo. And Evan, too. Explain to me how these uh, psychedelic vampires who live for a really long time, and they're, you know, I mean, in in some ways completely, uh, you know, they can live forever in a sense. But regular bullets just kill them? Like, 
I, f I feel like that was lazy writing or something like that. Was anybody else kind of bumped how, how easily they were dealt with? What? Chris is scolding the 11-year-old oh. to go to sleep. Turn the lights off. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like you were pro Harley. <laughs> I thought she was telling me. Yeah. I don't watch the phone. Yeah. Yeah, tell you on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I thought, I think maybe because you're thinking of vampire folkloric, maybe. You're thinking like. Well, I wasn't thinking so... there were vampires when I was watching the movie. I just, oh, okay. They kept referencing how. They could essentially live forever. I mean, not forever, but a really long time. And when Flick dies, mm -hmm. they're like, you were a god amongst men. You dealt with... You've been around for hundreds, if not thousands of years. Right. But they die with bullets. Yeah. Well, eat well, live long. Doesn't mean you're invincible. No shit. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's no way you're going to make it for hundreds or thousands of years if you're that if your body is that vulnerable or when uh, what's his name the her lover uh, crow he gets it by being in a fucking car accident like these people aren't any more they can't handle anything more than you or I can so I I don't know that that felt I felt like they needed more explanation or something like that. I felt like there was some lazy. I wonder if there's something in the book that make, maybe makes that more more clear or something. That part really pissed me off. That annoyed me because I was like, you just it, it just felt too easy. Mm. And um, yeah, I, I mean, especially the, the effect of them be too powerful. Was, I guess if you could it, you know. Well, but they, they are they cool. obviously are powerful. Yeah, but sort of the people with the shining and they they're just as mortal as everybody else. And sure. It's sure. like the psychic vampires are using their shine to take people's souls or life forces or whatnot. Well, well, and what happened when Flick does finally kick the can? Oh, they all jumped in and got a... Oh, my God. They cannibalized his ass. It was crazy. Yeah. I, and it was funny, right before he did, I was wondering, like, are they going to... Yup, they sure did. Sure are. <laughs> Let's eat like, Grandpa, kids. She's, <laughs> she's like... And I, I don't know, there was something really cool about the special effect. Uh -huh. Well, the um, first girl they recruited too, she had that unique power too, right? Yeah, so, yeah. So, and it was cool because like each each person has kind of their own unique. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like the X Men thing, you know. Each each has their own kind of psychic ability, and and um, you know, some are different. Obviously, some are stronger than others, and um, and I it, it it hits all the cliches we've seen a million times, but. Yeah. For an hour and a half, man, it just kicked ass, and mm -hmm. I was just like totally, I was totally digging. It was a high dollar for me, and then the last third, I I kind of lost interest in it, and so it ended up just being a middle of the road dollar. Um, so, yeah. Tony, you back? All right. Yeah. All right. Perfect timing. Yeah. All right. So. All right. Was that all your extras? That's me, yeah, for sure. Okay. Me too. Well, uh, on Friday night, me and crew continuing oh, our boy. Halloween marathon, and oh, we're boy. now to the the Halloween resurrection. Well, man, bust a bust. Um, That's had, right. You guys talked about that, yeah. Yeah, he had I read something online that it was like 2.9 or something. It's got 4.09 IMDb. 
I told him, you know, it's probably not everyone's favorite. You know, it's got some cool stuff in it. Rick Rosenthal, who directed the second one, comes back for this one. That's got Busta Rhymes, you know. Woo-ha! Banks. Yeah, Danger Tammy's over here watching Kung Fu moves. Someone knocks in his hotel. Who's over here disrupting me? I'm trying to watch my Jackie Chan Kung Fu movies. Like, he plays Busta Rhymes in this, I remember. He, I mean, yeah, no, he plays he plays Freddie Harris, but, I mean, he's pretty much... He's yeah. pretty much uh, Buster Rhymes, right. and uh, yeah, entire banks. Him, they run Daydreamment. They got uh, that three years after the last terror. Wait, three years after he last terrorized his sister. They're still going with that storyline from part two. Michael mm. Myers confronts her again before traveling to Haddonfield to deal with the cast and crew of a reality show, which is being broadcast from his old home. So the thing is, like, we'll get uh, they got Jamie Lee to come back, but she's like, all right, you got to kill off my character. So boom, they sh- they do in the very beginning, like, all right, you're done. Um, so, so it's like, okay, it was funny too when, when he does kill it in the very beginning of the like 10 minutes in, he starts walking down the hallway and I'm like, so where, what, what's he going to do now, crew, Michael, is he going to start a family? He's, he's going to, what's he going to do? Cause he's just walking down the hallway. I'm like, like you just kind of ended the movie like this. You could have ended the movie like this. It would have been, it would have, it would have been way more effective. But they just kind of like end it like they do in the very beginning. Like, hmm, okay. So you got all these other new characters that, uh, he's going to start, um, terrorizing now. And you, you'd be like, but why though? Why? Do we care? You know, and it's like uh, kids from like I mean Thomas I, Thomas E. Nichols from American Pie, Sean Patrick Thomas from um, Sa- I think that Save the Last Dance movie with uh, what's her face Julia. So you had some like young cast members in there, you know, and uh, and all the other ones are cliche. They're just about to get killed anyways in a cool fashion because they're, they're doing like dude they're doing AOL chat at the time. They're doing like a and then like. Crew was just having a field day with the freaking technology, man. This chick had like a flip phone, kind of like Nokia. So dated. Texting thing. Oh, yeah, man, it was crazy. Um, they got the cameras on the headsets, you know, the big old headphones or the big mask with the camera like on the side. Like old GoPro, of like early, yeah. early GoPros. Yeah. yeah. So, like, they, they plan this stuff in the house. They kind of make more scares. But when Michael actually shows up, he uh, he starts fucking on people. So, he was cool with it. He was like, he. I just think he likes the franchise. He likes Michael Myers. So, every, every movie's like, eh, it's okay, you know. Didn't like him. He was like, he's like, he didn't hate it, you know. So he's like, but you know, he was like, it's okay. So I'm like, all right, fair enough, you know. It's like a low dollar, so we give it a low dollar because just Buster Rhymes fighting Michael Myers to me, I get a kick out of that. That's <laughs> just fucking, that's funny, you know what I mean? So, like I said, Michael has some cool kills. That's a better mask that he does in Part Five in this one. So, and one of the coolest part though in this movie that I totally geeked out, a father son moment. Was uh he has a similar kill from the first one, where he hangs up a person with a knife, and then crew all of a sudden says out loud, "Oh, is he gonna he's gonna do the thing?" And I'm like, "What? What do you mean the thing?" And I'm like, "Oh, you mean the 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 head tilt?" And he's like, "Yeah," and it's just Michael's thing. He kind of admires his work, so sure enough, mm. he uh he stabs the dude on the wall, kills him, and he tilts his head to the right a little bit, and Look he totally geeked out. I'm like, "Dude, <laughs> you're a freaking true fan. I mean, you 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 got a full you got a callback from part one." That we hadn't seen in so long. There was like another one in maybe four or five, but I'm like, holy shit, you're really paying attention. You're really enjoying. You fucking like. You're a fan of this franchise. Tear it probably made eye. me so proud. It was. I had. A, it made me so happy. You know, watching my son watching this serial killer kill a boogeyman kill a person, <laughs> and he tilted his head. And he, but he, he had a callback. It was like, dude, that's a genuine fan moment. You geeked out yeah. over it. I'm geeking out over it. That you're geeking out. We, he was. We kind of like the fist pump in the air, cheering like, yeah, he did it. I was just so ma- I was I don't know that, that moment gets a Slater, but uh, uh, that's cool. it just was cool. Yes. So 
So he's ready for the next one now, the new one, because I think what we're talking about was what he's really hyped is watching Halloween Kills in the theater. He's like, Dude, I'm going to see a Halloween movie in the theater. So he's super ecstatic about that. So I asked him again kind of to rank them, and he still goes back to two. He really enjoys two. And it's funny. Um, two's like his favorite. So after that, let's see what I watch. I watched uh, Saturday morning and watched the homework, and then this morning I watched the other guys. I woke up super early this morning. I was like, ah, let me get the iPad and uh, see what's on Netflix. And uh, I'm scrolling through the list, scrolling. I'm like, do I just watch something I'm already, I've already seen? I'm like, no, I need to watch something new. So there's it, there it is. The other guys from 2010 come staring right at me. I'm like, you know, I started a while back. I need to finish it. Directed by Adam McKay, who's done like he's worked with Farrell lots of times. He uh, he wrote Big Short, Ant Man, but I think he directed. Did he direct Anchorman? I want to say. He directed Anchorman. I remember seeing this movie. You saw it? A long time ago. Okay. So, did he do it? I can't see. Yeah, Anchorman. Yeah, so he did do Anchorman. And that's like one of my favorite comedies. So, I'm thinking like, all right, cool. I'll I'll dig the humor. You know, I'll follow along. And at the very beginning, you got fucking Samuel Jackson and The Rock playing badass cops when he's driving in a Chevy SS. And like, uh, The Rock's on top of a car. There's explosions. They do crazy ass action scenes. A lot of a lot of practical effects too. A lot of cars being blown up, which is really cool. Um, so this is a funny storyline between those two. And Michael Keaton is in there too. He plays a captain. I'm like, come on, when you get Michael Keaton as a captain, that's just that's already a formula for a win right there. And uh, and there's this running theme where Wolf Ferrell's like he like super hot chicks are attracted to him, and Mark Wahlberg just can't fucking figure out why. And when he finally meets his wife Eva Mendes, he's like, wait, huh? Like, like, there's like ten minutes where he's trying to, he's trying to figure out why they're married, how they got together. <laughs> he just can't get over it. Um, and uh, the the only negative is fucking Rob Riggle shows up, and that motherfucker, his face, his fucking, he always plays a fucking asshole. Every time he's in a movie, he always plays a who the fuck whistling. Someone that's my wife. What? Putting <laughs> <laughs> your keyboard, you ain't clicking on a plate. You got noise in the background. You got the door wide open. Where you at, dude? <laughs> that shit's funny. Oh man, I think he muted himself now. Why yelling at her now? Oh, I'm gonna get in trouble. Hey, why don't you try to record a podcast? You'll be whistling. Uh, but no, but I don't know what it is with this fucking guy, Rob Riggle. Man, he always plays a fucking asshole, dickhead. He's so good at it. Maybe he's right. He's doing his job or whatever. No, but fuck that, man. Hate that guy. He's got such a punchable face, man. It's so he always plays a fucking asshole. Look at the movies he's in. Always plays a fucking asshole. It's getting him paid. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I can't hate on too many. He's a former marine, so you know, thank you for your service, yada yada. But you still got an asshole. You still look like a fucking punchable fucking face. But yeah, um, yeah, the other guys, you know, there's some cool callbacks like Lethal Weapon when they got uh, saxophone music playing in the background when there's some serious moments, which is cool. Uh, nice pick the. Oh wait! Now we're doing something else here. Now we're eating chips. <laughs> My house is just a one gigantic open room, so you can just hear anything and everything. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I had fun with the movie. I I can buy it for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Available on Netflix. That's right. There it is. So. Watching it this week. So real quick, we had the Oscars uh, uh, this evening, and uh, I'll just go over the big winners if you guys want to hear them. Yeah. You guys, yeah. So let's see. We'll start off with. 
Best animated feature film went to anybody guess? What were the uh, let's let's gamble. Let's, okay, uh, right, here we go. Tony, Tony, and Evan and me will gamble on this one. We got the, or, do you guys know already? I get real points for this. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. No. Got missing link. I lost my body. Klaus. How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World and Toy Story Four. Wait, what the fuck? What is this? How to Train Your best Dragon: an- Hidden Best World. animated movie? Yeah. Oh, I'll have to go Toy Story. Yeah, they gotta win. Tony. It's the only one I saw. So yeah. No. Oh, okay. There you go. That is the one. Correct, Mundo. Best achievement in visual effects. There's mm. a poll on the Messenger. A lot of people voted for Avengers Endgame. So was Irishman was nominated. The Lion King was nominated. Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, and 1917. I'm going to go 1917. Yeah, I saw this one in the poll. 1917. Or no, Lion King. Shit, what was it? I'll go 1917. Yeah, I'm going to go 1917 again. Ford vs. Ferrari. 1917. 1917. Uh, Ford v. Ferrari. Oh, yeah. Let's see. We got... Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, best music. Best score. We got uh, Joker, 1917, Marriage Story, Little Women, and Star Wars. John Williams nominated. Joker. Joker. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you guys are right. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Man, we don't care about that one. You guys care about costume design, production design? No. Film editing? Cinematography. That's the big ones. All right, cinematography. Yeah, cinematography. Okay, we got Roger. 1917. <laughs> we got Joker, Irishman, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and The Lighthouse. Oh, I'm going to go Once hmm. Upon. Okay. Even though I don't think there was anything... 1917 is not an option. Lighthouse. Oh, it, it's not? It wasn't? I was good. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Lighthouse. Joker. All right. Tony? Lighthouse. Okay. Uh, it was 1917. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Fucker>. <laughs> okay, for best adapted screenplay, we got Jojo Rabbit, Joker, The Irishman, Little Women, and The Two Popes. Little Women. What the fuck is Little Women? Uh, Jojo Rabbit. Tony. Uh, little Women. Harley. Uh, I can't find out oh, there. It is 2019 Little Women. The fuck is this? <laughs> it's got an 8.1 on IMDb. Uh, Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit's the winner. Yeah! <laughs> there you go. Now we've got best original screenplay. we got Parasite, Knives Out, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Marriage Story, and 1917. Parasite. 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 Nice. You guys are all right. Yeah. Very nice. And now we got best achievement in directing. we got Todd Phillips for The Joker, Tarantino for Once Upon a Time, Sam Mendes for 1917, Scorsese for The Irishman, and Bong Joon-ho for The Parasite. I'm gonna go 1917. Parasite. Um, 
I'll go with the Irishman for balance. Okay. We've got a winner with uh, MCP. Oh. Yeah. yeah. He had a rad speech, too, if you guys look it up. He was... Um, Said if I can get a then get the and, and this is why I fucking geeked out because this is amazing. He didn't just say a chainsaw. He's like if I can get a Texas chainsaw and cut this Oscar up, I'd I'd split it with all all my uh, nominees. Yeah, oh, that's cool. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. That's super cool, dude. It was awesome. How humble. Yeah. Oh, and he yeah, dude. He he. Uh, there was a Scorsese like uh, everyone stood up and applauded him during Bong's speech. I mean, it was incredible. If, if just look up his speeches at, after. It's awesome. That's Best cool. performance by an actress in a supporting role. We got Laura Dern, The Marriage Story, Kathy Bates and Richard Jewell, Scarlett Johansson, Jojo Rabbit, Margot Robbie, Bombshell, and Florence Pugh in Little Women. Uh, Kathy Bates. Florence Pugh. What is this again? I missed it. Uh, Best performance by an actress in a supporting role. The one that they didn't pick. <laughs> we got we got two more. We got Scarlett, Kathy Bates, Laura Dern, Margot Robbie, and Florence Pugh. Margot Robbie. Uh, Laura Dern. Doctor, what was her name in Jurassic Park? Doctor Sassler. What was her name? You guys remember? Point. No idea. No. But she won. Okay, now we're going to best performance by an actor in a supporting role. Al Pacino in The Irishman, Joe Pesci in The Irishman, Anthony Hopkins in The Two Popes, Tom Hanks, which is surprisingly, I thought he's the lead in this movie, but he's nominated for supporting role. And then Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time. So Tom Hanks in what? Uh, a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, where he plays Mr. Rogers. Oh. Who the fuck's the lead in that? That's what I'm saying, dude. That's <laughs> oh, fucking weird. The neighborhood. If he wins, I'll be pissed, because that's like, <laughs> right. that's fixed. Yeah, dude, it's weird. What do you guys got? Brad Pitt. Uh, yeah. Because if he yeah. if he's supporting in anything, I mean he's. Yeah, he's like he's the supporting Leo. Leo. Yeah. Yeah. Pesci. Pesci. All right. Uh, Brad Pitt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, best performance by an actress in a leading role: Renee Zellweger in Judy, Cynthia Erivo in Harriet, Scarlett Johansson in Marriage Story, Sarosa Ronan in Little Women, and Charlize Theron in Bombshell. God, I don't think I saw any of those movies. Yeah. Uh, I'll go Bombshell. I like the name of the movie. <laughs> oh, this is the Fox News one. Yeah. The Irish Girl for Little Women. All right. Wait, there's a movie called The Irish Girl? No, I just. Can't oh no, that was the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. Sorry. All right. We got Bombshell, Saros, and then what do you got, Tony? Bombshell. Bombshell too. Uh, it was Renee Zellweger. Uh, yeah. Hollywood, Hollywood hates. Back. Hollywood She's hates back. the conservatives. Yeah. Best performance by an actor in a leading role. We got Adam Driver, Marriage Story, Jonathan Price, The Two Popes, Leo in Once Upon a Time, Antonio Banderas in Pain and Glory, and Joaquin Phoenix in Joker. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Adam Driver. Phoenix. Yep, yep. Phoenix is Joker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here we go. Now the big one. Best motion picture of the year. We got nominees: Parasite, 1917, Jojo Rabbit, 4B Ferrari, Joker, Little Women, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Marriage Good Story, God. and The Irishman. She's like ten. Yeah. 
It's a good year. I'm gonna say Parasite. It's Hollywood. It's Hollywood trying to say we don't. We're not the only ones who make good movies. 1917. Parasite. 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 And the winner is Parasite. Yeah. Oh. I totally geeked out. I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy shit! First foreign movie, South Korean movie to win. It was incredible. And it also won the night before for best international feature film. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we liked it. I had yeah. a blast with it. Uh huh. It was very cool. Yeah, it was really cool. And his speeches too, like I said, were just awesome. He had just cool. watch him. Yeah, that's very cool. It was really cool. He's like, now I'm gonna get drunk now. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he went again, he's like, I thought I was gonna come back here. I was gonna relax. He's like, he's like, now I'm gonna drink till tomorrow or something like that. It's something, something funny. Mm. It was really cool. But the whole family's there, so it's funny to see the family all cleaned up, night, you know, like. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's cool. No, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. That was uh, 2020 Oscar. Right on. So, my man. So, as a champ, Evan, you get to pick the homework and and uh, join us on the podcast. So, you chose a movie. Yeah, I chose Shot Caller, uh, 2017 movie by Rick Roman Wah. I think I'm saying it right. Um, it's about a guy that's doing pretty good in life. I think he's like a stockbroker or something. Um, He's got a wife, a kid, some good friends. Looks like he's got a good business deal going and uh, makes a mistake and gets a a DUI with uh, a death attached to it that sends him to prison. And from there, it's kind of a sad and wild ride um, through through, I think it's California prisons. And, uh, yeah, so the the whole story is kind of a broken narrative where I think we start out with him getting out of prison and it's revisiting his life before he was in prison and uh, it keeps switching between the two. It's kind of a, like, a, like a meanwhile back at the farm kind of thing where you get bored with one bit it jumps to the to the past and then to the present and so on. And they and they make it easy to follow which one's which because he's got a handlebar mustache and and facial present. Hair <laughs> yeah. yeah, his facial hair. And he slick his hair back. Prison tats. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and uh, I think you kind of need that jumping, especially with the slow shots. Not much of a, a vibrant score or anything. It's one of those things. I like the score. I thought it was subtle, but it was it it helped add to the mood, to the sort of like depressing, you know. Um, I mean, it was subtle, um, but I enjoyed the score. Yeah, it was. I think those kind of scores they make you focus on the the actor's face, the scenes, you know, they're like, we're not going to distract you with anything else where you can enjoy this while looking away. Take a, take a look at this guy's face, just kind of change as he's realizing something or figuring it out. Um, yeah. So I, I, I really enjoy this movie. It's something that I saw, um, a year ago and I wanted to revisit because it's something that I just kept thinking about. Um, there's some real, gritty scenes in it um and it's uh it's a kind of a screws screws with a a young father i guess 
Um, oh. This guy's going to prison, uh, you know, just as his kids, probably like eight or so, um, and basically has to say goodbye to his uh, his kid. I, I don't think it spoils it to say that he starts out with a smaller sentence, but because of prison life, he's he's forced to stay in much longer than uh, initially planned. Um, but yeah, I I I love a prison movie. Love a prison movie. The, so. When they're done right, they are incredibly compelling. You know, this director did uh, Felon uh, years ago, and we saw that and we enjoyed it. And uh, uh, you know, I've seen probably half a dozen. Like you know, uh, American History X comes to mind. This one kind of has some some slight sort of um, references to that. Not references, but um, you know. Come on, um, Harley. Find the word. Ah, I know. Fuck Get it. Get um, And so, but yeah, in in the movies, you know, slightly address. They even reference uh, institutionalization. Um, you know, he he went in. He he went in not a criminal and leaves a criminal mastermind in this. It's, um, I don't know how realistic it is, but it makes for compelling. Uh, narrative in a compelling story and um, you know he's not your app he's not like his crew like they're all just a bunch of fucking white trash you know idiots you know um, Bernthal Bernthal is how do you pronounce his fucking name mm-hmm. Bernthal yeah like he's super good as Frank Shotgun and and all of his crew they're just compelling idiots and fucking ridiculous, you know, criminals and part of that life. Yeah, yeah, and he is he's constantly uh, hesitant or, you know, and then the but he it's it, you can't you have to pick sides and you have to, you know, um and I it, the the story feels incredibly compelling. Like it feels like man, this is how it really is. So don't fucking drink and drive, kids. That's what <laughs> I, said. I, mean, like, I said this was like the longest PSA on drunk driving. No shit, because, yeah, you, you get one fucking DUI. So uh, I had one big issue with the film, and uh, I'll go into it later because I'm curious what the two not of you white people? have to say. Um, but oh, like, what? Was it not enough white people? <laughs> no, there's plenty of honkies in this Not movie. enough Aryan Nation representatives. There was plenty of fucking honkies. Um, All right, well, we'll get to that. Hold on to that. Yeah, yeah. We are spoiling this, is what you're saying, then. Uh, yeah, I don't see why not. Spoil the shit out of this one. That's right. <laughs> right. What about you, MCV? I dug the that broken storytelling because it, it was... I, I didn't read the synopsis. I just... Just jumped into it, right? And yeah, same so way. I didn't know what the fuck's going on, and it starts off with him coming out of the jail and like, all right, this guy's it. It sets his character as being he's pretty high up there. Um, he looks pretty badass, and then he's jumping back. I'm like, wait a minute, what the motherfucker? He's got no facial hair here. Who the hell is this guy? He's a chump. It's like this guy Evan Smith. I <laughs> <He's> once met. <kidding. laughs> <laughs> so like he just turned into Jamie Lannister. What was, the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was a lot of whiplash, but it worked. Like the 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 contrast of of the two extremes um, and just setting up that character that uh, of that he's physically 
menacing, but he's also he's got his shit together and and he's and he's got a good life. So mentally, he's he's sharp. And so then you can see how that just built him to be who he was, you know, to 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 be able to take uh, to get as far as he did. Um, but just that contrast was really cool, and that was very compelling and building up tension f- for like you know like oh shit so so he was in there for like 20 years like what the fuck did he do if he yeah, only got like, like trying you're, you're, you're trying to figure out like okay it's only she the judge just said three years or something you're like but he did that so okay so i'm like just waiting for it you know i'm just like all right what's he gonna do what's he gonna do you know he's gonna fuck some shit up in there um this is really cool it, it was a really cool way of, of telling that story but Is there not a big hairy butt there? Uh, I must have missed it. No, that was me. No. I'm the one who had a big butt. Oh, no, but, yeah. no, I think I think everyone's Harley's got the butt. Going something else. Uh, yeah, I guess normally I I, I no Harley ha- Harley is the one that does more of the hairy butt reveals. Um, <laughs> but this one, I know, genuinely, I was I was in it. Yeah. Harry Butt Reveals. God damn it. Wow. That's got to be wow. the title. Man. That might be the title. <laughs> Click yourself. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes he'd be like, oh, I can't get this to his iTunes or whatever. He can't. He's got to be selective sometimes. Right. Like sometimes you don't, you don't want, you know, asshole, <laughs> big old asshole in your title and going out on Facebook. This episode is brought to you by this cream. <laughs> oh, man. What do you think, Fonzo? Yeah, I uh, I like John Bernthal. I like him. I, Jamie Lancer did a good job too. Um, I'm more I'm with like Harley with some spoilers. I need to discuss this movie a little more to see where I'm at right now because I'm really torn oh. where I'm at with this. So yeah, I need to discuss yeah, some right, stuff right. because um, that'll really determine where I come out with this movie. Because it's really it's really well done. I, I'm same with you guys. I like the broken narrative, that's cool with me. Um, a lot of tension, you know. Um, but some, and then my boy Benjamin Brad shows up, so it was cool to see him. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's like subtly in there. I was like, oh shit. You know what it was like? Like die. Like the movie felt really well and competently made. Like the dialogue was really good. Like not a lot of wasted space from a filming standpoint. Like it's just super competent. Like I feel like it. It, it feels the characters feel authentic. Um, but the lead performance from Nicholas, whatever the fuck his name is, Nicolaj, Nicolaj, <laughs> he's so not an American. He's he he's doing the American accent, and it's fine. Like I'm not hearing like his native. I don't think he's Norwegian or some shit. I'm not hearing that come out, but it. It's it's like you talk about monotone. There's this like no inflection to his voice, and I think it hurts the acting because like everybody else was really good. Like you know, like we talked about John Barenthal and and even Lake Bell. Is this and his is wife, this, I was is this your butt? And, is this your butt? Yeah, this is my butt. Yeah, the lead right performance I struggled with, and and the writing was so good and so compelling, but every time he he had he spoke the awesome dialogue. I felt it felt flat, 
and I was just like, and I don't, and I don't, you know, me, I'm, I'm not a Game of Thrones guy. I didn't, I mean, I saw the first two seasons, and I know he was the villain in it, and I think he was doing an, an American accent in that one as well. But um, I don't, I don't have anything else to kind of compare or contrast his performance to. But I, I thought from just going in blind, I thought his performance felt flat for me. And it was like the one thing, and obviously he's on screen the entire time. The look is great, you know. He, he, from a physical standpoint, um, he he carries the role just fine. But every time he starts talking, I'm just like, I tune out. My eyes roll, and I'm like, this guy's a terrible actor. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was my big butt. That was my big issue with the film. I thought I just. I, Eh, I don't know. I feel like he's not a leading actor. I mean, um, you know, you could have took him out and put any, you know, big A-list celebrity in Hollywood right now, and I think the movie would have been better. I don't. He didn't make the movie better. He, oh, he, man, I don't would know. Would you take Viggo Mortensen? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, that guy would have crushed this role. Thank you very much. That's Who's another perfect. Danish actor? Oh, but but I thought he was born in like Brooklyn, New York. No, bro, no. I'm gonna look that and up. And he already did it. Gonna... Didn't he play a guy all tatted up in Eastern Promises? He did. Yeah. 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 What were we gonna say, Tony? Sound like no, he, I yeah, thought his his um, facial expression, his acting with his face, was really well done. Like Evan pointed out that the score kind of led you to focus on on their face, and I was like, there was a score. But he, he, I was focusing yeah, was on good. his face, yeah, you're right. so I'm like, maybe that's what happened. Maybe the score made me focus on his face. Um, but I thought it was really well done. Like, like from that from that first uh, hit that he, he had to do, um, you know, to, to pop his cherry. Like from before to walking out afterward, and just realizing, like, fuck, this is this is where this is what I'm in. This is this is it. You know, I'm done. There's a lot of little scenes like that where he's like he's doing the next step and getting deeper and deeper into it and you can see how it's affecting him yeah his 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 delivery uh, i guess is monotone but i think it works um it's one of those it's one of those like when when some people talk slower and and softer and like a little quieter like you're forced to pay it more attention and then maybe it's because you know i've I've seen him in you know, ten years of uh, Game of Thrones type thing that um, I'm used to it, but it it didn't bother me at all. Mm. Come to think of it, he's really chatty at the beginning. Well, not at the beginning of the movie, but like when he's pre-prison, like he's just kind of chatting it up with his wife, his friends, his kid. But then he goes to prison, and he's quite a bit more silent. Ooh, and I mean, that's a good point. that makes sense, you know, like. <laughs> He, I, I think he's just like figuring it out the entire time. And you time. were spot he's on. Sure. And Tony, I think you were spot on like his physical acting, like the look. There's a couple scenes where he has, you know, he cringes or he just has he, his physical acting is really good. It's just when he speaks, it bumps me. That's all. So. Yeah, that first time in prison has like it's it's lights out. And he hears what's happening to the oh. other guy. The next morning, like just looking at his face, dealing with that, yeah, he's yeah. just like, "Okay, I understand what happens in this place. I understand what I need to do." Walks out in the yard and just does yeah. it. 
Yeah, I feel like the director has a good grasp of like prison movies. <laughs> oh, <for laughs> like, sure. Absolutely. He does it well. Um All right, can we get to spoilers? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did it, Tony. The following may spoil the movie for your poor sensitive ass. You've been warned. So I'm watching the movie. I get halfway through, and I start thinking. I'm enjoying it, but then I start thinking of some of the decisions were made, and it starts making me mad. It starts getting me upset. Then I'm thinking, hmm, now I don't know if I like this movie so much. Mm. So we have the part where he's talking to his wife, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to get equity for the house, so that she wants to bail him out. He says, no, i got to do some time. I'm like, all right, you know, try to do the noble thing. But then what happens later on? His girl, the, the chick's girlfriend ends up suing him anyways, right? So... He could have been. He could have been out. You know. Then when he's in jail, there's other prisoners. There's other inmates there, just living their own. They're living their prison life, not doing something. Yet he has to do something. He has to. You know. There's other guys there. He's sticking shit up his ass. He's gonna get cock up his ass anyways, right? So it's those decisions. Like, and then later on, he keeps getting worse. He gets in more and more. He doesn't have to. Why? I did struggle with that too, Fonzo, and, and, and you're not wrong. And I even had to read the, the Wikipedia-like story because I was like, wait a second. He knew he was going to get caught so he could get to the Beast, the beast mm-hmm. but why did he not just – like he's out. Why didn't he just – The guy threatened his family. He's like, yeah. I'm gonna, you don't leave. But he that, put him. He put himself in that situation by yeah. joining him in the first place. Because that's what he thought well, he needed to do. I mean, that part I get. I genuinely believe. He didn't have to. There's other inmates there not doing that, not joining them. Yeah, but what, right. what tells you the, that? that? The one guy that does do that gets ass raped in the first five minutes. Right, and he has the like the guy says. He says you have the option. You can try to do the lone wolf thing, or you get our protection, and like. The, the all the uh, people the, the inmates damn if you do damn if you don't right right but the thing is they're gonna be fucking them anyways right, but the lone wolves they survive because they're already hardened they're hardened on the street outside of prison he's not yeah, he's not sense. he can't survive as a lone wolf you earned that status but he right. was gonna get he bailed out ass. he was gonna get bailed out he didn't have to be in there no 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 no, no okay, that's so not what bail bailing out bailing is out is not out of prison no that's just. Uh, that's bef- that's uh, up to the point of the trial, and he recognized that if he went to trial, this is this is really how the system right. gets broke. If he goes to trial and loses, he'll get ten. Plus oh, he's going to get more time. That's right. He'll get more years. That's right. That's why he's trying to get. Yeah. That's it. and that's that's the argument for taking plea deals and. You know, you you plead guilty so the system can say we got the guilty man. And we punished him, but you don't have to get, throw the book at him, so to speak. And so, yeah, the it, it's you know um, I've seen I've done a little bit of research on on the the topic. Um, it's a broken system for sure. And then and then you get people. I mean, this movie takes it to an extreme of institutionalization. You know, military is famous for this as well, and we've seen some pretty good examples of that in, in filmmaking too. Um, this one is like it, it amps it up it takes it to the next step not only is he institutionalized but he becomes like a mob boss 
I mean, you know what I mean, in a sense. And that's where the movie starts to kind of, I struggle with some some of the, like you, Fonzo, I'm like, well, wait a second. Like, I'm sure in the ten, in the years you were there, you could have, you're obviously very competent. You're very smart. You probably could have figured out a way to get out. And even, I think it was um, uh, the cop who said, I've met some guys who, who, who want, who, come back because they want the power and you're not that and I thought okay well you're making it you're pointing out that the actor or the character excuse me he he's not doing it for the glory or for the infamy so to speak he's doing it to protect his his wife and child who he has pushed away um, and so yeah there there are some some and so questionable the thing is, questionable motives. But the thing is, like, they know that he's smart and he's capable, and they're not gonna let him go. That's yeah. that's what happens. Like the 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 main the beast guy is like, he's like, I I want you right next to me because I know you're capable. Like all these other these other guys are idiots. Like you, he he, he can trust. I can trust. Yeah, him. he recognizes they're all just much right. And so there's no way he can like fly under the radar because he's already highlighted. I think the broken narrative kind of hides that he thought that he was going home to his family during like that entire seven years. Like mm-hmm. I think he was intending on like surprising them or just kind of showing up because he writes that letter to his son a few days before his release. And it's only a few days before his release that the beast gives him that assignment and he's surprised by it, you know? where I, I feel like the entire thing for him was just survival for the most part. And then in the very end, he's like, okay, protect family. Like, and it's a good point. And your, your perspective is unique because you've already seen the movie. And so, you know, it's always, it's one of those things. And I think this movie is very, again, competently made. And so, you know, there's going to be some subtleness here and there that, um, you know, you kind of catch, you know, did, how did you feel about it? The second watch, um, same. I I just enjoyed it a bit more, and then there's just those moments with him and his son where I'm like, Gee, Jesus, fuck, this is tough. Yeah, this is tough. Um, but it's really only talking now, like hearing hearing your qualms that I'm like, oh shit, that happened in the narrative, like he decided to write that letter at that very end. Why would he do that? It never occurred to me before. Um, yeah, he's just, he's like, okay, well, uh, now I need to protect you from bodily harm, not just this uh, emotional separation because I'm in prison. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's that line that stuck with me too where the beast says, like you, you, like, you think this brotherhood's over once you leave these gates? He's like, no, you still work for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so when he left, he had to, you know, fulfill that, or his family's dead. Those villains, the Beast and Bottles, dude. Jeez. Yeah, Beast was he was fucking. I like Bottles. His performance was subtle, but it was. He had some really good um, dialogue that I thought yeah. was really compelling. And well, that, that actor, too, man, for he was like good too, too. You know. Who? Being a, a Bernthal, you know. From oh yeah, like, he's he's hard compelling. Ass and into, like, Oof. Then when he gets. When he gets his Ooh. his coming come uppins, yeah. I was like that scene was heavy. There's two scenes when when the beast and Barenthal, and you're just like, God damn, like it is gritty. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, we were talking about the the face or the the body acting and the facial expressions. Mm-hmm. If you track all of his kills, basically, I mean, just if you get, a, I bet if you got a screenshot of his face after each one of those, you just see like a guy getting more and more hardened. More and, and then, more, yeah, that's a good point. And that final one just covered, just covered in blood. Yeah, and that was the hard the part too. Is like when we're following him, it's like uh. I'm like, so is he? Are we supposed to follow him, or are we supposed to care for him? Because he's not a good guy. So it's like, uh, you know what I mean? It but was, again, kind of, he only killed criminals. Yeah, true. Yeah, so I was thinking like that. This is something that you could have a sequel to, where basically he's running it. What does he decide to do with the keys to the yard to thrown to the California Aryan Brotherhood or whatever he's part of? But I would I would hate to see that because they would there's just enough to fuck up there. Um, but I, it leaves you thinking like, okay, well, what's he gonna do now? Is he gonna dismantle this? He gave up the guns to the department. Yeah, of that was another weird. I was like, what, what did he do that for? That wasn't. Is it gonna buy yeah. him some time or something? Like, no, yeah, he's got a lifetime. Just, well, the cop him. wanted to help him too. Yeah, he said, you don't have to do this. He wanted to help him too, but he's like. He's like Snoop Dogg. He's in too deep. Like, but, but, but see, I, that's where I don't care about seeing any more any sequel because he did his job. He got his kid. He raised. He, he was a father to his son at the end of the movie. You know, he he did a good job. His son said, "All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna protect my mom. I'm gonna go on the straight and narrow." You know, like he he did it. He's like, "Okay, cool." Uh, the only way he bullshit. was able to. What's that? That was too easy. That's a bullshit ending. That's too easy. <laughs> too easy. Said that, I'm like, bro, this motherfucker, this kid's gonna be all fucked up. Ain't no way. He's like, all right, dad, you're right. I'm like, your dad, you're right. You don't even know the fucking guy. Right, it... <laughs> I got a scholarship because I wrote an essay about you being in prison. But the yeah. thing is, like, whether whether his son is actually means it or not, he took care of the main threat to his family. That's the the only way to protect it was from the top. See, I read that as like he's staying alive because he has to maintain that protection like if they figure out he's a snitch if they if he's not the top dog he's like his family's in trouble exactly he's got to keep the throne right yeah and but i don't like he's he's in a fucked up situation because like you said he had to protect himself he had to do that but then now he's got to protect his family because he's in that situation to survive in prison it's like it's fucked up you know what i mean i just felt like was there any other way he could have not done that you yeah. know he put his family in risk because he's protecting himself in jail? It's like a, you know what I mean? It's a fucked up, just a weird, weird concept to, for me to wrap around where I can, I have to, I'm supposed to follow this guy as, as the lead and, you know. His family's at risk. I guess, you know. Because it, that, they'll, they'll take whatever leverage they can get. And if you, you if there's something that you, you care for, they're going to threaten that. Yeah. This, this is why I love a prison movie. It like gives you this dilemma. Like there's, there's no real win. No, it's, it's a lose-lose situation. It's the scariest yeah. place. It's just terrifying. Which was, yeah, and what sucks, it was an accident, you know? It's like, oh, um, and so, and it's just weird, this path he took. Even the cop was saying, he's like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get this guy, <laughs> you know? He's just like, yeah. why is he doing this? He just, he just can't, you know, figure it out. Um, yeah, I, I would I, agree that there does seem to be some, some decision-making to move along the plot and the narrative rather than 
what would happen in real life. And that, that can hurt the film. Um, I, I feel like sort of the setting and everything was just done so well that I, I was able to sort of suspension of disbelief for the most part. Um, but yeah, and, and yeah, I mean, it's not the greatest prison movie I've ever seen. That's for sure. Um, but ultimately, it is a dollar. Well, is that from that's coming from money, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, I will officially give it a dollar. Oh right. shit! What? Evan didn't give his. Um... Oh shit! Oh, is that the way we do this? Oh, well. That's right. We started talking about like, it. Like, Ev- hey, hang on. Like, Evan needs the the first. He didn't he miss the first like couple games or a couple of rounds sure, yeah. in the last yeah. season. I've only heard one? one championship. Um. Yeah, we're supposed to get your picks before. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, maybe I still have time to convince Harley. <laughs> 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 no. Uh, it's kind of a. Well, I, I tell you what, I, 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 I will I won't claim I, that. I, I'm still there with Fonzo. I don't know if he's going to give it a dollar or a waste of time. Oh, Fonzo's giving this a low dollar. And uh, Tony is giving this a plain old dollar. For me, it's a Slater. Putting that out there. Mm. That was a fucking movie. Yeah. Harley, I think you're giving this a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm giving it. I'm giving it a high dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. It definitely has potential for us later on rewatch. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Nice. Yeah, I um. It helped talking about it, so like I said I was entertained the whole time. I did like it. Um, it's just, um, I guess, a what if for me, you know? It's like why? I mean, he's taking drugs up his ass anyway. So what's you know what's a couple other what's a couple of cocks up his ass gonna do? What differently, you know? He can get out. He can get out by doing good by you know good good time. Um, so it just makes me mad. It's like why you know he's a fucking stockbroker. He's a hard. Oh, he's a badass motherfucker. Now it's like. It took yeah, years to get there. that away. Yeah, I know. So it's like, I don't know. I don't. It's yeah. It's it's tough, man. It's it's one of them dirty ass dollars that he stick up his ass. Just oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's my it's like this is my most Harley rating right here. I didn't fucking like it, but I'm gonna give it a dollar. How about that? <laughs> How about that, Tony? I'll, I'll take your stinky ass dollar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nice. Well, let's see how everyone did, man. First game here. Um, right, everyone's starting clean slate, right, Tony? I mean, mm-hmm. Harley? Uh, yeah. New game. So This is Savage Scott, and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants, Angie from Fallbrook. Name is Angie. Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art from Cali. Art from Cali. Ronaldo. This is Nalo. And let's welcome our newest contestant, Evan from San Marcos. My name is Evan. And you, if you leave a message with your picks at 442-444-0742. 
luck, everyone. All right, just jump into it. Yeah. Uh, just occurred to me I should have done my picks in an accent. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. You got the you got three points. The champ starts with a strong three points. Oh <laughs> shit! That's right. Uh, so Art apparently um left a a review of the the Super Bowl like an extra that I didn't oh, play on the podcast last week. Yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and play it now. Okay. What's going on, bad boys? Wait, that's not it. Man, our sounds just like Damn it, that's not the right one. Well, then when when did he drop it? Let's see. I thought I selected the one right before the first one. February second. February second. Yeah, that's got to be it. You lost it. Here we go. Hey, what's up, fucking bad boys? Is your homeboy Art from Cali? Calling in with a late Super Bowl review. It sucked. It was the fucking worst. I'm going to say everyone gave it a fucking pile of shit. <laughs> Triple down on that shit. Look, at your boy is a 49er fan. I don't talk about it much. You know, I'm going to talk to Harley and Fonzo because fucking MCP is not going to have kids. Anyways, you know how you have a kid and they're good at sports, but like you go to fucking, or they're good at something, but you want to be humble. And uh, you talk to coworkers and family members, oh, I don't care, whatever. That's, I'm a 49er fan. I really hold them close in regard. I don't ever, like, yell it out, like fucking Fonzo and a shitty-ass Raven. You know, I, 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 that means something to me. Man's like a little drunk, so. Fonzo and Raven. He meant it all, though. He meant it all. Okay. Hey, you're the Broncos fan, huh? All, though. So I never talk about it. But, uh, yeah, they, we lost. It happens. It happens. It happens. What do you want me to do about it? It happens. Anyways, uh, I don't know what I'm going to like He's arguing with himself. He's like, I don't want to talk about it. He keeps talking about it. I've uh, drank a lot of beers, and as a real man, maybe Harley will appreciate this. As a real man, I fucking, uh, I put a new power steering belt on my car after the walk. Yeah, yeah, good job. I had, a, yeah. I had like 18 people over, my brother and his family, my my sister and her family, my, and uh, my dad, my in-laws. I said, get the fuck out! And I went to the garage, <laughs> and I put a new power steering belt in my car, and now my car actually is leaning right. This should be fun. See, how could we have not played that, man? That was amazing. Yeah, I forgot. He's a Niners fan. That's right. He had a shitty Super Bowl. I was confused. It sounded like he had to call his entire family to help him change. To help him, yeah. That's what I was interpreting. Well, they they were all piled into the car, so they had to. That's how it works, man. (laughs) But, yeah, that's right. I've been there. When the De- when Denver lost to the Seahawks, trust me, dude, I've been there. I know it sucks getting all the way to the end and not making it. It sucks. Trust me. So I know. Feel your pain. Um, so my man just drank his sorrows away, but he's got his you know his car fixed. So you know, maybe it's, it's the bright leaning, side. It's so. right. Yeah. So sorry we didn't play that last week, but we got you. Yeah. All right. Here we go. This week. Hey, what's up, bad boys? It's your homeboy Art from Cali calling in. Uh, unfortunately, I'm a little. I'm going to have to pull a D here a little under the weather, so I don't have that You're usual just hard, over hard energy. <laughs> yeah, over. A little Coke can help that. There you go. Mm-hmm. Or a lot He'll of Coke. Be back to his that. usual self in no time. Yeah. 
<clears throat> to make the call. But anyways, here we go with this week's homework pick by none other. And somehow, first time, lucky-ass winner, Evan, and he picked the shot caller. And right off the bat, this motherfucker's trying to kiss Harley's ass with this racist motherfucking movie. Uh, <laughs> fucking white gorilla or white, you know, prison gangs. He's right, going right for the juggler. Wasting no time. So I'm going to say fucking Harley loved this. He might even give it a Slater. He, he agrees with everything he's going to say. But I'm going to say he gives it a high dollar. I'm going to say Farmville gives it a high dollar. I haven't seen this movie, but I heard that there's a lot, a lot of uh, violence. And I'm gonna say MVP. I'm gonna say MVP. Uh, I'm gonna say he's giving a dollar, a low dollar at that. It just passes the time. It's a little violent. I know this is not his cup of tea. He likes fucking the Lion King or whatever. The- <laughs> so Aladdin was fucking fair. <laughs> movie last year. I still can't believe that. But I'm gonna, you know what? No, he's gonna give it a waste of time. Waste of time. Oh no! That, but I'm gonna, you know what? No, he's gonna give it a waste of time. Waste of time. Because it's not Disney five. Of that, you guys take care. Have a great day. Great show. And take care. That much life. Nice. He said it's not Disney fight. Is that what he said? Yeah, he said it's not Disney enough. He just went from four points to two points. Oh. And he didn't pick Evans' pick. Uh, he doesn't get points for picking the guest. Oh. We've never. I've never given points for the guest. Oh really? Yeah. Maybe that's why you guys think I'm fucking you guys over because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. it, it's the guest picked it, right? Right. And so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that'd be entirely fair. Mm. Hey, bad boys, right here. All right, Evan, well done. You did it. Um, <laughs> controversial. <laughs> To say the uh, least, but uh, you made it with Harley's help. Oh <laughs> man! Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I started. I haven't got through the whole of the shot caller film. Um, I have started watching it today. I will finish once I get home from work. But it. Uh, it's off to a good start, and uh, we'll see how it goes. But how is Harley going to take it? Well, mm. he'll be asked by you, McGregor, apparently. A dollar. <laughs> um, Tony will give it a dollar. You know what? This is a certified D. There it is. Uh, hey. Everybody's going to give it a dollar. Although, I am interested to know, um, when it comes to prison films, um, where, where the bad boys stand. So, alright, and here's a question. What is your favourite prison film? Uh, I showed Claudia, my, my eldest daughter, um, Shawshank Redemption for the first time last week, and, uh, she she sort of gave me a few side glances as to you know some of the content, but um, you know obviously one of the greatest films of all time. She really enjoyed it. So uh, yeah, that's obviously mine. Anyway, this show's about even, so uh, let's uh, let's see what his real voice sounds like. Uh, hmm. I'm interested to hear it. 
Uh, I hope the Oscars go well. And, yeah, really the only category I care about is uh, that the Avengers win for best visual effects. So hopefully that happens. Anyway, I've rambled on for too long. No, never. Never. I never grow old of Evans. Not Evans, sorry. Reed. Oh, Reed's all them white boys look alike, really? Sweet New Zealand accent. <laughs> what do you guys think? Favorite prison movie? Bronson. Oh, nice. shit. Look at this fucking guy. That was quick. The fucking. I, I, looked, I, I pulled up prison films <laughs> on Google. Oh, so, so, yeah. I would probably go American History X. Even though I know it's not like it doesn't take entirely. Um, the Green Mile, that's a really good one. Yeah, just watch out really recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing what Tony plan. said. I'm, I'm looking up. What's that one where the it was a hunger strike? Uh, I think it's called Hunger. Is it just Hunger? I think so. I like Escape from Alcatraz. That was another one that I watched a bunch when I was a kid. It was on TV a lot. Yeah. Well, y'all are crazy. It's all about Papillon. Y'all fucked up. Uh, <laughs> what about Life? That was a good one. Mm-hmm. That was the, probably one of the better comedies. I'm thinking of... Uh, what was the movie with Sinbad? Um, I don't know. But I remember always watching... They were like, like a... They were a prison, like, football team. Oh, uh, uh, replacements, or, yeah, something like that. Must alone in lockup. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing, like, American Me or Blood and Blood Out when they were in prison. There were a lot of times in prison, I would say that. But even if I best prison movie, it's hands down Shawshank Redemption. There's just no fucking... Mm-hmm. Necessary movie. roughness. That <laughs> one... Is that not a prison movie? Oh, I feel yeah. like. Oh, that's a college movie, fool. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> thinking of a different. I was crazy, thinking of man. You're crazy. Oh, crazy. Crazy. Oh, there you go. So, but how many points did he get? Who Reed? Yeah. Oh, he got four. Yeah, he yeah. killed it. That's right. There you go. All right, next. Hey guys, I'm calling in my picks for the homework tonight for Shot Caller, and I'm just going to say that I think you guys are going to all give it a solid dollar across the board. Uh, congratulations, Evan, um, on your championship, and uh, I can't wait to hear the podcast, and, uh, and, uh, sorry, got interrupted, but deal. Um, and, uh, yeah, I can't wait to uh, see what else you got. Anyway, have a good night, guys. Bye. There you go. I I want to say I cannot wait to meet Angie at this upcoming meetup. She. I was looking forward to meeting her, even though I supposedly have met her before. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to bring your dishes? I did. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to bring my dishes. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking of uh, 1974, The Longest Yard, with none other than Burt Reynolds, which Adam Sandler remade back in 05. With Burt Reynolds? 
Was he in that movie? Was he in the remake too? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. A sadistic warden asks a former pro quarterback now serving time in his prison to put together a team of inmates to take on and get pummeled by the guards. Oh. That's the movie I was thinking of. I feel, I, need, I feel a lot better now. Uh, Sinbad, he's he's not in that movie. I have no idea why the fuck I thought he was in that no other idea. than because he played in a football movie. No idea. Chris Rock is in that. Is that, yeah. is that who you're thinking of? Yeah. <laughs> Sinbad, Chris Rock, same guy. Hey, what about the Matrix? They're all in their prison of the mind. Oh, good point. Oh, take it easy there. <laughs> now you get, now you get out of hand. Across the now line. you crossed the line, mate. Here we go. What's going on, bad boys? Hope everybody is doing well. Hope you guys are enjoying the Oscars. And uh, good for nineteen seventeen. Winning best visual effects. Sorry, Art. But anyways, um, yeah, just a quick one. Uh, Shot Caller. I have never seen it, but I've heard good things about it. I kind of want to see it because, like, John Bernthal, but I think you guys are all going to give it a dollar. So, yeah, that's it. Take it easy, guys. Bad voice for life. Damn, man. Nobody called in with an accent. Everyone's just straight up called in, get their points, and move on. I mean, they need a... The... Uh, rest, rest week. I guess so. Little did you know, Evan has been doing this whole entire podcast in an accent. That's right. He's about to tell you. He's gonna show you his real voice at the very end. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all. That's all the calls. That was it. That was all of them. Yep. Right on. So did they all say certified D? Except for Art, Except for uh, he was about to give it a certified. He did give it a certified D, and then he fucking yeah, changed his mind. Exactly. Uh... Well, I, I'm gonna say I don't. I don't think I should take the point from Harley's guess. So can we wipe that third point of mine? Sure. You wanna you wanna give up that? Yeah. Which that, will that, actually, that doesn't well, feel right. It doubles. It doubles because you get that bonus point for getting all three right. So you two only have two points. Two. Yeah, right. There we go. Look at this. The champ is so. Well, he just that confident he's going to win again. That's why he's trying wow. to give people a head start. Is that what it is? Came in with controversy. I, I didn't think it'd be right to continue with it. Now let me ask you to go back to that championship and that that uh, clutch gambling of twenty points. <clears throat> Were you thinking? I, I have to shoot for the fences here, otherwise somebody else, uh, Angie, was going to win it. Did you? Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. sure Angie was going to win it, so, so I had to were... go. I had to go past her. Okay. Yeah, that was smart. Yeah, and I I forget what the first movie was. Um, I wasn't mm-hmm. feeling too confident about that one, so jo- I had to do it. Jojo on Rabbit. Yeah. Apocalypto. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't end up seeing Jojo Rabbit, um, and so put all my eggs in the apocalypto basket. Nice. Oh, paid off, huh? Yeah, it paid off big time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was like, wait a second. Oh, you, I mean, you've heard. I mean, it totally fucked us up. I, I couldn't. Yeah, I'm surprised that had never happened before, but I, I'm, I'm happy to help you clarify the rules. Well, there was the first time that we allowed gambling of any amount on any movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, last last championship, Evan, or excuse me, Reed, uh, screwed the pooch by gambling 33. And, of course, 
Mm. Art will not let him live that one down, <laughs> and uh, he's he's taking it. He's taking it. Uh, he's taking it well. So shout shout out to Reed for for taking well, but um, yeah, that you, that was probably the biggest swing since we've enabled gambling, or you know, or, or I, sh- I should say, successful swing. So good job. Thank you. Yeah, when the when the podcast comes out, I initially jump to the points. To oh yeah, yeah, I got the, <laughs> the anticipation kills me. That's I awesome. suspect the other guys do too, because like Tony will post it, and within fifteen minutes, Reed or Angie will be will be uh, congratulating the champion, yeah. and I'm like. If you literally hit play the second he posted it, you wouldn't have got to that point yet. So. <laughs> All right, good to know. And I'm going to start switching it up, putting it in different spots. There you uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> Cutting it up. Oh, I'll find him. Oh. <laughs> Let me show him, Tony. Evan's got a little computer program where he's he's uh, keyword. Evan, are you uh, are you a programmer like Tony is? No, no, I, yeah. If I got good at that, I'd be, I'd be lost at the computer for hours. Like I, I don't play video games because I just get too wrapped up in them. Mm. So I'm like, no, nope, nope, nope. So what you what, So yeah, we're about to talk about weekends here before we wrap up. So you, the champ, you want to go first? Sure, sure. Yeah, uh, just, just movie watching. Really, I mean, uh, aside from. Uh, Taking care of the new baby. Um, I was just about to say, do I hear a baby in the background? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that's a baby monitor. It might be the midnight feeding. Um, yeah, cleaning cleaning the house, getting organized. But uh, I was just I was on a rampage for like gritty movies in anticipation for Shot Caller. I was like looking up all the all the kind of crime dramas I could. Adding them to my list if I couldn't watch them. Um, Megan and I went down to San Diego, visited her her dad, who's not feeling well. He's in the hospital. Oh. Um, yeah, but they figured out what's going on and they're pumping him full of antibiotics. So, you know, that's it's it's good to know that he, he's been having these symptoms like coughing and fatigue, like for a for a year now, and they finally figured out what it was. Um, and so it's just it's good to know that they're taking care of it. So that was a that was a good visit. And the rest of the time was just just movie watching. It was pretty pretty uneventful, but a very restful weekend. Nice. Yeah, you got to have restful weekends. You know, you got to recharge. And your your baby is allowing you to watch movies. Oh yeah, yeah. He, we've got him on a routine. And oh, that's great. I've had to become comfortable with pausing movies in the middle. <laughs> I used to, oh, I used to hate that. Uh, four months today, actually. Oh, dude, he's a baby, baby. Mm-hmm. He's a munchkin. Yeah, that's good. Oh, I forgot. Did I, I didn't review Grown Ups? Did I? <laughs> <laughs> when you said that, it reminded me when uh, Kevin James's kid is uh, breastfeeding. And Chris Rock's looking at him, and he's like, how old is he? And Kevin James is like, uh, he's about 48 months. And he's like, that's four years old. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Kevin James' face, he's just like, yeah, that's 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 right. 
It's 364 months old. Uh, okay. <laughs> likes what he likes. Yeah, exactly. That's right. And, um, so, yeah, man. So, uh, what about you guys? I worked. Worked? Yeah. But dinner with the family a couple of nights. Uh, my aunt, one of my dad's sisters, she, she came to visit on Saturday. Went out to dinner. So, we went out to dinner again. Um, but between there and eh, no, nothing too eventful okay yeah yeah i had a what did we do saturday yeah i went to that trail tony oh yeah the trail that's cool i'm glad yeah. you liked it yeah it was a really cool trail we went there it was like uh let's say three thirty, four o'clock before the sun starts coming down and there's still a lot of people there man it was cool and when i was walking there i'm like oh i think this way tony lean they probably they probably catch pokemon here they like oh yeah catch pokemon they got here and crew goes they still play that game? <laughs> <laughs> he was shocked. Every <laughs> day. Every day. It's funny. He was, he was shocked. People still play it. That was pretty funny. But it's just a cool little trail. It's all flat. It's a round, one big round circle. We're lake. It's neat. And then uh, we went up the hill to see, you know, we're like, like, well, we're done here. We want, should we go up? And Amy's like, yeah. I'm like, all right. We're up the Double Peak Trail, and we got to see a cool view of all the buildings and, like, the, the lake. And uh, it's really cool. Um and then there's another trail too, right? To the right before you go up the hill, you can go down. Yep. Um, so, so yeah, so there's three of them, right? Yeah, I think there's like three. the lake. They go in the, the one up, and then the one to the right. Those to the right. Yep. Yeah. How far does that one go? Um, that can go for a while. It branches off, and you can go really far, or you can cut yeah. it short. Um, the one up the hill actually branches off like a couple different ways. You can go all the way up to the top. Of Double mm-hmm. Peak, or you can curve to the right. I and... saw that it's like it's like behind those houses, right? Yeah, yeah. Where you keep actually, going up. That's where I thought. I'm like, it looks yeah. like he keeps can, going that way. It can curve to the right, yeah, along the houses, or it can go straight up, and you go to like you have to cross the the road the neighborhood. Yeah, uh-huh. you have to cross the road to the to get to the other trail. Oh shit! So there's another one over there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So yeah, it was just cool to take the kids out there. You know, of course, you know, kicking the screaming before we get out there, but um, you'll see. You'll see, Warren. You'll see. <laughs> it's uh, it's cool when kids get big enough to keep up with the adults on walks. Yeah, that's you the know? thing. I think that's what we. Waited I mean, you're years time. away from this, so don't get excited. But you know, like the twins now, like they've probably, I don't know, you know, maybe a couple of years now. But I remember with like Mazzy when you know she's mm-hmm. five, six, seven, eight years old. She's still like so goddamn slow, and I'm like, hurry up, kid. You know, <laughs> well, everyone goes in their own pace. Yeah, like I had the dog, and then the yeah. hip kind of hurt, so she was going a little slow. And like Rain stops to grab some stuff from rocks, and and from, it's just hard to get them all in one. Like army, like straight up line. Yeah, like, you know, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not marching in sync. They're exactly. Just all, thank yeah. you. Yeah, they're not falling in line. But no, they'll grab sticks and everything, and like you know, get some. We got to collect some walking sticks now by the fence. You got to <laughs> be patient for sure. Yeah, exactly for sure, absolutely. So we did that on Saturday. That was cool. And Sunday we wanted to chill. It, it rained a little bit today, so we just chilled. But I, I, I always like to make breakfast on Sunday, and I got a kick. I wanted to always try this. I, I, I made um, Captain Crunch French Toast. Yes, Ooh. I saw and, that, uh, man. I got up and I was like, you know, I'm going to try it. I looked up a video on YouTube, saw one guy do it. I'm like, all right, I can do that. And, uh, you know, he was using cream instead of milk. And I'm like, well, I ain't got cream, so I'm using milk. So I had some milk, some eggs, put some, some vanilla and some cinnamon, and, you know, whisk that. And then I just kept crunching. the. the I thought that'd be easy. Just, like, punch the Captain Crunch and squeeze it with your hands. Man, it's tough. You got to <laughs> do it for a while. Maybe I poured too much, but it took a while. 
Um, but man, were they delicious! Holy cow! Holy crap, man, those were good. Um, apparently we still had whipped cream from before, so and the name had cut up some strawberries for the kids. Put that on top of it too, man. That pff, you got if man revelation. If you guys ever I'm tired of just making regular French toast, put some crap crunch in there. Bring them to the meetup. Yeah, yeah, right. I was, I was, I was, I was telling Amy that I think that I was like, Todd's gonna be too busy on the gr- on the grill. Mm. I was like, man, but uh, it was a morning meetup for sure. <laughs> but yeah, it it was it it was delicious. So um, I remember reading somewhere or saw something. I saw it in a menu or something, and I'm like, huh, okay. And yeah, it's yeah. It was funny too. The guys watching the video was like, you can use Captain Crunch berries if you want, but I'm gonna stick it with the original. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I got. I got the original. Let's do that. And it was really good. So we just kids, we just hung out, watched movies, and um, yeah, just chilled at home. Because like I said, it was it was raining. We didn't want to do it. Oh, I took crew to the wall too. He loved that place. It's the just wall. huge. Yeah, it's the wall. It's like in in um, here in uh, Vista. It's like an indoor like a um, rock climbing wall. It's a really tall yeah, ice glacier. You know that up north. I mean, the walkers on the north. <laughs> exactly. It's guided kind of by the wall, yeah. It's uh you got the Night's Watchman there, yeah. It's uh <laughs> it's kinda of dangerous. Um but yeah, no he likes oh he likes going there. It was it was crowded today though for some reason on the Sunday. There's like a kid's birthday party going on and uh yeah he has he gets he, he likes it. He says how did he put it? He goes, Um I'm I'm working out, I'm getting I'm getting stronger and I'm having fun. I'm like, Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. So yeah. he, he's kinda of doing that thing we walked around and kinda of, Flexes his bicep and feels it, you know, while they climb. And I'm like, oh, I remember doing that. I'm like, I still do that, you know. Can't you still scratching your arm and you're like, then you got like, oh, my bicep, let me flex real quick. I'm like, oh yeah. Oh, I did, I I did the the. Hey, Chris, did you get the tickets? <laughs> I, just, I do that fucking weekly. Are you kidding me? I'm so fucking. I'm such uh, a child. Well, how how are your how's your dad joke game with uh, Mazzy? What do you mean? Like like you ever crack dad jokes to her? Try to make her laugh. Like. Like just, try, just try to be cringy as hell, and just try to give her the the, the like dumbest jokes, just to see if you'll make her laugh and go, oh yeah, come on. I'm sure I do, but I probably don't think that they're dumb, bad, oh, cringy dad jokes. Oh, so think I, I, think really really good. Good. I think I'm really funny, and so I don't, I can't think of anything offhand. But yeah, yeah I think I'm fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, that yeah, see. oh yeah. I mean, I try to out- I try to cringe them all the time if I can. So yeah, it's fun. That's great. Yeah, the three of us went for a little a little mile hike today too. And nice. Yeah, Mazzy's like Mazzy loves exercising, but she doesn't like going on walks with Chris and I. Like oh, she's totally she's like man. I don't want. She's like I just want to sit in the car, and I'm like get your fucking shoes on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hardcore like that. So. Well, Tony, bring up. Let's talk about the meetup. Yeah. Next week. Next week. That's right. If you guys haven't signed up yet, you know, it's on the messenger. It looks like Angie and Evan are coming. Right on. Denaldo, you going? Go to RSVP, motherfucker. We ain't laying you in that door. You've been knocking out that door. (laughs) You ain't ain't coming in. I I actually entertained the idea of using Eventbrite, and you can, like, send out, you know, force people, or they could get tickets to the to the show oh shit yeah and they're like and there's you mean harley's a, a limited number of because <laughs> yeah. he's already bringing those tony don't worry about my, that. my my six inch pythons you're yeah. wild on you yeah but there's a there's a still slots available for the chips and dip 
uh, looks like uh, Angie and Evan like the, the desserts. They're bringing some desserts. Nice. Oh, nice yeah, brownies. So. Oh, what kind of brownies? Oh, Ghirardelli. Take it easy, Harley. Because I done fucked up recently on that shit. <laughs> Remember, it's a family gathering. Yeah, <laughs> a special batch. Usual. Yeah. There you go. Nice. Yeah. My man, my man Harley will be working on the taco grill. Yeah, we'll have to, like I said, we'll have to um, do some prep work at Tony's house or something. Unless, I don't know. I mean, I guess we could do it all there. If, we could do it all there. If there's pots and pans and shit. And... You got everything there, Tony? It's like, we, we don't have pots and pans. <laughs> I hope they do. Yeah. <laughs> like Tony's going to have to make some trips to his, to his place. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's walking distance. I mean, it's yeah, yeah, within. Yeah. It's, the, it's yeah, walking yeah, okay. distance. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Fuck that. Make Harley walk. <laughs> yeah, it just three, takes like three, three steps. giant steps. He's already there. <laughs> yeah, so come join us and RCP. That's right. Make it easier. You know, that way it uh, helps out. Helps out knowing who's bringing what. Mm-hmm. I already got, I know what I'm getting. Tony yeah, we're just getting. We're, we're, we're bringing. Right. Yeah. And if the weather's f- nice, you know, if it's really cool, I mean, you know, maybe the kids can go in the pool. Is the pool warm? Oh, yeah, for sure. Do you know if the pool's warm? I have no idea. Is okay. it outdoors? It's, it's outdoors. outdoors. Yeah. yeah, it's probably not heated. What does it say? The weather there is, be- there's a couple jacuzzis. Oh, that's so, right. But oh, they, shit. Yeah. I can get down on some jacuzzis. There you go. I went to my buddy's house a couple weekends ago, and he's got a jacuzzi that it keeps at 100 degrees, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Damn. And it gets cold out here. No, his move, yeah, I love it. He gets his cup of coffee first thing in the morning. He goes out yeah. and sits in his jacuzzi for 15 minutes before work. And I'm like, dude, that's Badass. fucking brilliant. Nice. Yeah. He's got it right now. So we're on the 16th, right, Tony? Yes. 16th. From what time to what time? From 12 to 8 or when they kick us out. There you go. So that is on a Sunday. It's going to be 64, it looks like. Yeah, mostly sunny. It's good. Yeah, so that's good. Well, cool, man. Yeah, join us. It'll be our first, you know, like official Bad Boys meetup. We've we've yeah. we've all met up together and recorded videos and uh, done some dumb stuff. This will be the biggest one, though. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think before, I think it was just D that showed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got pictures of that. Yeah. Um, and then we had we've had. Uh, yeah, just our significant so, others. Yeah, exactly. Um, but this would be cool to have all the family and stuff. Right? Yeah, I'm we're looking forward family, to that. So. That was kind of like, yeah, when we were talking about it, and I was like, it would be really cool if Angie and her kids and her husband, and it just so happened, you know, Evan, you, you joined, and you got a family now, and it's like, obviously, Fonzo and and, and um, <clears throat> Tony's daughter is going to join us, which is exactly. awesome. Yeah, exactly. It would be nice. And so, so, yeah, the more the merrier. You said there's stuff there for the kids to play with Tony, or...? Uh, there is a park. Um, so the so there's the the center. There's the room, mm-hmm. and then there's the pool. Uh, and then there's a tennis court, and there's a grass area. It's all okay. kind of right right next to each other. Okay. As far as games, do they got games in there? In the uh, I have not looked. I don't know. We can bring. We could bring games. Okay. There's a TV. I'll have the the switch set up. Nice. So at least we'll have that. Right on. You got enough controllers for everyone? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you, only, you only got one. I only got yeah. yeah. Oh man, <laughs> have to take yeah, turns. Have to yeah. take turns. Yeah. Put your little quarter up on the uh, on the TV. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you're next. Yeah. yeah. Do you have oh, a man. station so Reed can uh, stream in? 
Oh, that's oh, right. That's you got laptops <laughs> you put up there? Little, yeah. Facebook. I was planning on bringing my little action cam and just setting it up in the corner and record documenting. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, maybe Tony, you could edit it later. I don't know, oh, yeah, Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for that. Volunteer, my. How long did it take him to edit that one video we had? Where our yeah. top ten of twenty fucking four years. Four years. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of footage, though. You got to remember. Oh my god, it was. That was. It was a mess. I'm sure. Yeah, he was on the cutting room had like six hours of video and Evan, did you ever see that? I don't think so. Oh boy, it's on our YouTube channel, right, Tony? Yeah. I think I watched your like episode three hundred or like the, little the, clips of it. The the teaser for it. Yeah. 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 yeah the teaser. Yeah. I got the teaser out pretty quickly, and then I just could not. <laughs> Could not edit that. The, it was the, a production the, nightmare or production yeah. hell. You know, well, it, you know, this no, guy buys then, the rights and the studio. Somebody, <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, somebody cooked in the kitchen. You know, it was one of those. It's so daunting that I just, right. I was like, I, I know I need to sit down for like four hours in order to edit this, and right. I just never had four hours to to do it so, or yeah. the, or the. The desire to spend four hours sitting there yeah. editing it so at the same time that I had the right. time. And then when I did, I think I remember telling Fonzo about this. It was the hardest thing to edit because I I got I, I couldn't stand hearing myself be such an idiot, be <laughs> so drunk. drunk. Oh my so god, I was so drunk. Oh, it was hilarious. He was so mad at himself. I was so say. mad at myself. <laughs> So I just so love so the look. Like I think he's sitting there. Six hours of footage, and it was only a fifteen-minute video. He's got like, <laughs> he's got, he's like, he's sitting next to Chris, like the whole podcast or something like that, and he just keeps like slumping farther and farther. <laughs> Before like the end of the, the clip, he's like the literally clip. like sleeping in her lap. <laughs> <laughs> I keep pouring more drinks. Oh man, just yeah, jacking totally. drinks. You, you'll oh, see, man. you'll see. We'll have a meetup in a week. You'll see what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is a lot of hours, a lot of drinks. Yeah, so. And I'm turning into like Fonzo, like I'm a teetotaler now. Like I'm, I never drink. Mm. <laughs> so I'll be, a, I'll be a lightweight. Oh, oh yeah, Tony. Mm-hmm. I'll make sure. So Tony was thinking <laughs> Har- Har- Harley. Tony was thinking, you know, if, like if we did do a live show, you know, in front of everybody. We could do like a hot ones, you know, with some hot sauces. We could answer. Yeah, we tried that last time, and I drank all of Tony's milk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I drink your milk. <laughs> but it'd be cool to like do, you know, do like a trivia thing or something, you know, or just even answer some questions, you know. Should leave that to we should leave that to them. If they want to question us. Yeah. You know, take a take a spoonful of hot sauce. If we get it wrong. Yeah, I've got the hot sauce. You guys bring the questions. That's right. Yeah. Movie trivia yeah. or Bad Boys podcast trivia? Any trivia. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, if you guys what, want to Whatever you want us whatever you think that would uh, be entertaining to listen to us answer right. while we're dying of heat spice. So you would record it then, Tony? We, we would record it as yeah, an episode? Yeah, why not? Just okay. throw a mic out there and, sure. and a laptop. Okay. Wonderful. The game, Harley? I mean, if Harley brings the action cam, then we got the we got the video. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's in his PJs. I'm in a turtleneck sweater. <laughs> I'm down for whatever. whatever. <laughs> oh, man. What a nice that's, that's a nice way to end it right there, Harley. There well, Evan, we want to thank you for joining us, man. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Yeah, thank you, champ. You're Thanks for having me. Congratulations. Absolutely. 
You know, if you can, you know, there's only been a few they can do back to back. You know, I think you're right up there with done. Art as the humblest champion we've That's had. Right. I don't know. Art's the most humblest. He's <laughs> been so welcoming. And he better make it, Art, <laughs> motherfucker. If you're listening, you better come out. Yeah, even if you're there for five minutes. Eight hours. There's an eight-hour window that you can show up in. So. That's right. Word. That's right. That's right. No pressure, though, but, you know, you can't. No pressure. But oh, no, there's pressure, motherfucker. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Because yeah. here's the thing. Art, if you're listening, if you don't show up, I'm going to fuck with your points every oh, goddamn boy. week. So what's different than every other week? <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh man! So Evan, again, thanks for joining us, man. Really appreciate it. I want to keep you too late? You said it's almost baby feeding time, so we're gonna wrap it up right here. This is episode 489 of the Bad Boys Podcast. We just randomly rent all things movies. Usually we'll have a we usually we'll have a funny title name, but when there's a guest, um, Tony's nice and puts the uh, oh, that's right. Guess the title in there. So okay, fine. I'll delete Harry Butt reveals. I mean, unless Evan, we can we can do hashtag that if you, you know. But it's just weird to see Evan and then Harry Bud revealed, so it might, you know, pick up, put it through together. Harley Bud revealed. See that song better. Yeah. That'd go better. I've been your boy. Finally, we ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life.